The Outrageous Fun Podcast. <laughs> That's not it. Are you ready? The Outrageous Fun Podcast? <laughs> I was going to cross my arms and feel terrible on the inside. Wow, dude. That's electric. <laughs> What's up, everybody? What's up? Happy Wednesday. That was a horrible note. Is that? I've been out of the game. To, you were I'll... trying to hit that Frankie song note. It's no. A, uh, that's what What's it sounded like. What's up? That was terrible, dude. That's that was still better. terrible. That was better. That was a little better. I'm out of the singing game Yeah, right let's now. not even let's uh, walk down that should road. Should we sing this whole app? <laughs> yes. No. How was your weekend? Definitely not. I have, uh, I think I may have on record the worst singing voice of all time. Your singing voice is not great. But I have a theory honest, about. I hit, I hit I notes a, that I are have fucking a theory. sick. I have a theory about singing. I have a theory that everyone, not everyone, most people, <laughs> there's just some people that are just, just tone deaf and it's never getting better. But the one. average Joe could be amazing, literally you, your mm-hmm. average. <laughs> Sorry. Crawls under table. <laughs> you're, you're above average. Yeah, the average Joe could be a really good singer if they could get out of their head and just commit to singing well. Yeah. Because I feel like some people like w- like singing in the shower. Mm-hmm. Like you sing you like belt. a belt. Sh- because you belt because you're alone and you're loving life. Oh, yeah. But then when you're in front of people, you like sing bad on purpose to like to not like make it funny. Not feel like you're like trying to. You don't want to be a tryhard. Exactly. It's the tryhard complex. And if you put like a sing-along in the car, I will be the tryhard and I will belt it and try and be perfectly in tune and mm-hmm. just to be annoying like yeah, that. Yeah, you're so annoying with that. Dylan makes, it's like a tryout. When <laughs> we're like driving in the car, we're playing a song, we're like singing and we're like, he. it's like he needs to show you what he's I'm, got. I'm fully in character. Yeah, he's like, I'm like, jazz <laughs> It's like, if I wanted to do this, I could have done this. Yeah, like you, I'm going to let you know that you right see now. It. You can see it, right? It's good, right? You heard that? I. It's good, right? Yeah, it was good. All right. Let's <laughs> what get, else is new, dude? Let's go get pizza. <laughs> oh, shit. So what else is going on? What are we starting with? The Bill Burr thing? Yeah, dude. So Yes, the I Bill don't know, Burr thing. Uh, I, don't, I haven't read any of the tweets about it. But... So, yeah, I saw. I went on Twitter, and Bill Burr hosted SNL. So once I heard that, I was like, dicey. It's definitely dicey. There's well, no Bill way. Burr's, Bill Burr is gonna, his, his baseline going, is dicey. Going to cross the line. All the time. And he did. And in my opinion, he did it fucking well. Dude, let me tell you. If there was ever a time we needed some pe- some people to start crossing the line again, Cross it's the line. right fucking now. And I thought it was... The only thing about it that I thought was shaky, like, I don't know what people are saying about it. I think the only reason that it was shaky is because he almost was nervous. It almost seemed like he was nervous to deliver it. Yeah. Like, there were parts I thought he actually held back and, like, didn't say something he was going to say. Interesting. You think that? Yeah. Oh, 100%. The one where he said it and didn't get a laugh and then laughed at himself. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like Bill Burr's, though, at, like, like that fuck you level where he's just like, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. he's, a, he's like a stand-up legend at and this he, point. And he actively talks about this shit, like cancel culture, all the time. Yeah. Where he's like... I'm trying to make you laugh. Like, that's exactly. his stance, as, exactly. as it is with, like, a lot but of But a lot of the, the— But, dude, that was—it was electric. So, where were some good uh, Twitter comments? The His so, whole thing about Pride Month was just absurd. Yeah, if you don't if you don't know what we're talking about, go honestly. I honestly think Watch that it. people need to start watching things of, like, people crossing the line to, like, normalize it for you when you're in the real world. So that you don't, Because like, it's, like, not the, f- the first time out. you hear it is live. Yeah. You know what I mean? Go watch someone cross the line because people are going to go, f- you're going to start socializing more and people are going to fucking be crossing lines left and right and you don't want to get into altercations oh, with Yeah. Them. Oh, for sure. Huh? You what? 
I don't think he crossed the line here. No, to no, no. Some, but people are uh, saying to, it. Well, I think to it's half also, the country. Yeah, I think it's also a to half of Joe Biden's voting base. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> he crossed the fucking yeah, line. Definitely, definitely. I don't. I didn't cross the line for me. No, but I think it's uh, it's also contextual. Like if you watched that whole thing, you wouldn't have felt. You wouldn't have felt as uncomfortable. If you got through it. If you got through because it. Because every time he got to the it, end of his joke, it was like, it he out. made a good fucking point. It rounded out. Like, yo, the, when he first brought up the uh, Pride Month, his, like, intro to it, for people who haven't listened to it, it was like, he saw a bunch of people, and it was like, what the fuck are all these people doing here? And then somebody told him it was Gay Pride Month, and he s- stepped back and realized, like, a bunch of dudes were making out. That was his, <laughs> like, his revelation. But the way he delivered that joke, I was like, he. Yeah. Like, that's rough. But yeah. then by the end of it, by it the was end, so it's just wholesome. Like, well, he, you know what he did, dude? He actually used the word learn. Yeah. He's like, I learned that. Yeah. And it's like, people are like, fuck you. How do you not know that already? So I'm going to only comment horrible shit. But it's like, this dude's like a white dude from Boston who grew up through the 70s, 80s, and 90s when they when this shit mm-hmm. wasn't as fucking pressy and issues and stuff like yeah. that. And he's just learning. Yeah. Forgive him. Yeah. But he's also, he's making jokes. But yeah, that's his job. he's making jokes. Yeah, it's not like What are we going to do? Comedy's going to go away? He's not writing the laws. We're, yeah, he's <laughs> a know? fucking comedian. He's not writing He's laws. also a legendary comedian. Yeah. He's supposed to do that shit. Yeah. And Setting he made, that and precedent. Yeah, he made good points about people in the past, too. Like, yeah, are you shocked that people from 19-fucking-27 were saying racist shit? You shouldn't be, because they all said it. <laughs> like, were, it was the time. The whole yeah. time was fucking racist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I thought it was great. Man. I thought it was great, too. I think so we need some, more. We need more. We need more? Stop trying to cancel Bill Burr. Let more people come on TV and say dumb shit. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Uh, Here's some reactions. Who told Bill Burr he, a straight white man, should try to tackle homophobia and racism in the worst way possible in his SNL monologue? If any, Dude, he, the way he tackled racism using gay pride was hilarious, and it was per, a great well, every, tie. It was almost like every tie... The one about yeah. white women and <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what I'm to that say. That was it. probably the most dicey one. That was dicey. Only because I think white women are the most sensitive of the of the like demographics you can tackle. Like there's so many like I feel like overly liberal white women that have would love to speak up on that. You 100%. know, so you're directly confronting that group of people. The person so that who the tweeted that was indeed a white woman. There you go. Yeah. Was her name? What was her name? Uh, at Wyatt Woods. At Wyatt's Woods. Wyatt's a man's name. It's a blonde. It's a white lady with blonde hair. Nice. It was fucking Karen. <laughs> yeah, if it was Karen, I was pretty pumped. Made it about one minute into Bill Burr's SNL monologue. First of all, There's before you problem. even continue, that's the fucking problem. Big Watch problem. the whole thing. It'll change your mind. The fact that you can't stomach somebody talking about something for more than a minute, just get through it. You're but gonna be think okay. about it. If, you're, if you are not like a stand-up comedy fan, mm-hmm. and you have no clue who Bill Burr is, right? We love stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. In the stand-up comedy world, Bill Burr is like top Revered. three easily. Easily, him, Easily Louis, top three and Kevin my, Hart probably in my like in our time. We'll give him top you know three. what I mean? Yeah. And you respect him for like doing what he's about to do. So like, if you don't know who he is, and you just see this as like a bald white dude on TV, and you don't know the history of like who he is and what he did, what he's done in comedy, of course you're gonna get offended a minute in. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But give it a chance. But also, you're not going into that like. You're not going into that like looking to have a good time. You're going into that looking to get angry. Yeah, 100%. you're going into that like, what's this white guy saying? Yeah, like it's like, all right, you're why like, don't you go into it like, fuck this white guy? Yeah, like, oh, like let's see if this is going to be funny. Yeah, like go into it with like a little more of a. Positive Made it about action. one minute into Bill Burr's SNL monologue before I had to change the channel. In this cultural moment, SNL really thought the best choice for a host was a white male stand-up ranting about quote cancel culture. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I would say exactly. yeah. I would say this is exactly SNL. When, yeah. A, co- a comedy show 
should comedically tackle tough issues. That's exact. Who should do it? One of the hottest guys right now, mm-hmm. and that should be how it's done. Yeah. I wonder if Dave Chappelle, do you think Dave Chappelle will host? Definitely. I think he did already recently. Yeah, he did. He did recently. Yeah. I want him back this season. I love Dave Chappelle. Look, dude, but you know, I think that's also a good point made by that person in a terrible way. Not she didn't make the or he or she didn't make the good point, but brought it up. Like a white guy talking about tough issues should probably be normalized more because I feel like white people, not just white men, white women, white people, get shunned away from talking about issues. I mean, if you have a bad take on the issue, that's a totally different story. But yeah. like, if you're trying to make a good point, we should allow everybody to kind of get 100%. into the like. We're ta- we talk about it with each other. Like, it's you should be you should be encouraging that you should have allowed you should yeah, allow you shouldn't white. only get the voice if you're of that demographic. Everybody should be comfortable talking about it and hearing also, it from all different types of people. We're only got one minute in. That's it's just, just like. You're setting yourself up for failure. The, like, the argument you've made literally goes away because you didn't even give it a chance. Exactly. You literally just saw you judged it by strictly straight white male. That's like reading the Constitution. And then you went straight white male gone. And it's like you're reading like, the Constitution. Give it a and fucking say, chance. Watch what this dude has to say. He makes some really good points that yeah. make you think and make you kind of reevaluate stuff. And get in there. Yeah. Get in the fucking trenches. Yeah. Listen. Absolutely, dude. It's like reading the Constitution and seeing all men are created equal and being like, oh, just men, I'm out. And not reading the rest of it. And like, that's your only take on the Constitution. You know what I mean? Like, yes. read the fucking whole thing. And There's put it in the context in of the time. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I was me. I was me. Yeah, never mind. But, you know. Another saying. one. The third one. My whole f- family walked out of the room. He is tone deaf and horrible. Signed a mom in her 50s. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Signed. Oh, signed a mom. Oh, signed a mom in her fifties. Way to blow it after a great opening skit. SNL so disappointing. Fuck you. But also, like, picture that it was a like a my entire family. Blah blah blah. You're picturing that whole family. You know what that family looks like. I would love to (laughs) go into that room and they're all just like, "Fuck this thing! (laughs) Horrible! Terrible! Get it off the screen! SNL! Gross! They don't know anything. Tone deaf. Disgusting." (laughs) That was really good. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm bringing that character. I, honestly, I ripped yeah. it off of Bill Burr. That's when Bill Burr's oh, like, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> Bill Burr's, oh. He's a fucking legend. He's, a legend, he's like dude. one of my, dude, Bill Burr is like one of the more influential comedians to me. Absolutely. Like, I love, have you ever seen what he did in Philadelphia? Uh, yes. It was when he the ripped most, the whole fucking, we so, ripped everybody apart. If you don't know who Bill Burr is, watch his stand-up. But there's one he's specific- super dicey. If you go super, back, honestly, even I go back He was and always stuff, dicey, and like, but he's Yikes. like, he's a good dude. Yeah. Like, he's he's he has good intentions. He's not Definitely. malicious. He'll no. say fucked up shit, but it's always like with a- He'll Playful. put a bow on it yeah, for you. For you know sure. what I mean? Yeah, he'll wrap it up nice. He'll wrap it up nice for you. Mm-hmm. He won't not, give you some trash. Not that it matters, but not. he is married to a black woman, so he, yeah. he kind of gets a little- Able to dodge a couple arrows. Sometimes. Well, I think that no, I think people still give him the same amount of shit they would if he wasn't married to a black woman. But I do no, think people that, don't know that. But oh yeah, yeah. But I just think that that should set the tone where like you should know he's going in with good intentions when he's talking yeah. about these topics. In because that, you would assume at least you would yeah. hope. I wouldn't even like dodging arrows. I'm like, I guess yeah, he gets like out of it a little bit. But I'm like, let's hear what a man who has to say who has a mixed relationship. Yeah, I bet he has very interesting. Like, that is what we're, we're, you know, like, on commercials. What do you see? Every every commercial is multicultural. It's interracial It's always interracial yeah. relationships. Always. This comedian, he's a white dude, yeah, but he's in an interracial relationship. Yeah. So, like, maybe he has an interesting thing to say. And, he, and he's done bits on— And he's, like, liberal, bro. Yeah, he's super liberal. He's and super he's, liberal. He's done bits on, uh, on, like, him crossing the line to his wife and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he jokes about it all the time. Yeah. It's like, 
it's a reality. You don't have to get offended by it. Um, what was I about? To, oh, the thing in Philadelphia. Oh, so he yes. basically, um, he basically was in Philadelphia, and like a bunch of comedians were coming up, and the whole crowd was just like heckling the shit out of the whole crowd. I think it was like in a stadium or some shit. Yeah, it was a big, and, he, big and he, it was a big place, and he literally went on stage for like ten minutes and just started ripping everyone in Philadelphia mm-hmm. apart for like ten minutes. Yeah, it's like you're a bunch of pussies. <laughs> He's like so intense. one of the one. He was like, "You guys in Philadelphia, you think you're real people? You, your, your idol is a fictional boxer. The idol of Philadelphia is Rocky Balboa. Da na na, He's fucking fake. He's not real. Climbing up the good. steps. It's a fake. It's a fake movie. And that was honestly, it's Sylvester Stallone. That was He's not a real most, boxer. That was the most lighthearted part of yeah, it. Yeah, that like, was it got really yeah, intense. Yeah, yeah. And then he would just go, seven minutes left. Six <laughs> minutes left. And just, oh, yeah, he was like counting himself <laughs> down. Honestly, I implore everybody to look that up. Like, it's intense. People, he's got balls, and yeah. I think people need to start having their balls again. You know? Definitely, because people are afraid to have balls because then you kind of get— You, you, when you risk, st- you risk, you risk getting being canceled. offensive. You, you risk r- getting canceled. Yeah. Hey— I'm going to say some shit, and I'm willing to learn about it. Mm. If I was wrong, I'm not—I'm very quick to just be like, oh, I didn't see it that way. Moving on. You know know what I mean? I'm never trying to be like, fuck you. You know what I mean? Definitely. And I think, dude, with cancel culture— Obviously, we we don't it's vibe with cancel culture, but gotta go. you know it's got to go. Bad but vibes. I think of it this way: this is the, I like to think about it positive. I like to toss out the positive sides. Yeah, psychedelic moods. Tell me about it, boy. Moods. <laughs> um, I like to think of it on the posi- in the positive light of we were pre cancel culture. That was life forever. Cancel culture happened, came in hot, mm-hmm. it's still real hot, mm-hmm. right? But what it's gonna look like on the other side of cancel culture once it get we get back down to like to the point where it'll be. Post-cancer culture will be we acknowledge offensive tone and speech and attacking people. We don't do that anymore, but we also don't get offended by, like, good intent. You know what I mean? Like, that's what the other side's going to look like. You know what that takes, though? Which is going to be so though? much better. That's that, what you just said, Joe, you know what it was? What? It was really smart. Dude, I know. I'm super smart. And that, like, is something that a lot of people don't think about. Well, that's, a, that's like the... F- because that, you're, you're, you're right. people you're, don't think about it. You're taking the offense, and you're, and then you taking the offense, and you. It, most people just go red mm-hmm. and see the see the the red in charge like a bull. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you're like taking it, thinking about it, figuring it out, and then making like a rational adult decision. Yeah. And that is gonna take. There'll be people, bro. Like I cancel culture probably will be a thing until we die. It might you be. Think? Do you think it'll just go away? I just, dude, I think it'll, I think by the no, dude, you I think can't. angry people on the internet are just gonna be solved? No, no, no. I think people not. will be angry on the internet forever. That, I mean, definitely that. You shouldn't be. That, that's definitely, no, that'll definitely happen. People are crazy. Yeah. But cancel culture as like an, as an actual, like, as affecting our day to day lives as far as like celebrities actively getting canceled, I think mm. will stop. Other than like really, really specific situations, which really always happened. What if it's like, just devil's like, advocate? What Uh-oh. if it's just like the breaking point? What if it's just getting started? It's, that's possible, but I really just don't. I don't see how it could get more sensitive, more irrationally sensitive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I can't possibly fathom it. Like what we're in America; it's a free country. I can't imagine it getting to a point where it's worse than it is right now. It's probably yeah. at its peak right now. But think, dude, think about the recipe of the last however what is it eight years since cancel or four years since cancel culture started. Think about all that building up. 
for years, right? Building up, building up, building up tension. People didn't want to talk about it. People want to talk about it. Coronavirus hits. People get locked at home. Everybody gets stressed out and starts actually pouring their problems into like public eye almost. Yeah. Like people are all talking about whether it's mental health and like their own issues. It like just people came are freaking to the out. Forefront. And now cancel culture plus coronavirus plus quarantine. It's like the Do rest you think of the what percentage of the country had a panic attack? In the in twenty twenty, you mean a physical and actual panic attack? A panic reaction. I'll I say. did. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> I had a lot. Oh, panic reaction! Everybody. Everyone, panic attack. I would say still higher than normal years. Yeah, you Definitely. know what I mean. I Definitely. feel like has there ever been anything this intense on our own turf? Never, never. The AIDS to my epidemic. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, you're asking. Um, That's affected like everyone, the whole country, though. Like people definitely didn't, not. This people, is, there was a probably an enormous amount of people that didn't give a fuck about the AIDS epidemic. Yeah, for sure. Like straight, well, because straight people didn't think it affected them for ever, so straight people didn't even give a if fuck. If you didn't give a fuck about the AIDS epidemic, I feel like it's not as intense as if you didn't give a fuck about the coronavirus epidemic. Oh, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> Plandemic. <laughs> I was talking about that with someone this week. Really? Oh, I haven't talked about he was going in so long. Of, I was talking to this kid, dude, and he was. We went down conspiracy rabbit holes, and I was like, "Dude, yeah, you, you've seen this like the whole exactly Fauci thing and the pandemic thing." And he was like, "What?" And I was like, "Dude, you're telling me you know about this, 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 but you haven't watched this shit." <laughs> so I think I. Dude, I think I, I ruined. Miss... I think I ruined a week for that kid. You know? <laughs> yeah, he's gonna go down a spiral. He's gonna text me like, "Dude, this shit's fucking crazy!" Oh my god. <laughs> Yo, I really kind of listen. What right? Getting out of that part of quarantine when I was like in the conspiratorial rabbit holes, yeah, was really difficult, and and I would never want to have to claw claw out of that again. Yeah. But I miss the euphoria of being in that rabbit hole, like just forgetting everything you care about and yeah. only caring about things you can't control that you're reading. It was so blissful. It was like yeah. amazing. I was just like fucking, dude. Like I was so funny for same. Frankie, where you go? Nah, I just I, I watched the documentary yesterday. Hey, oh, and I want to talk about it at some point. No, we're gonna talk about it right now. You have okay. to, he- dude. This documentary Frankie okay. just told me uh, about uh, is <laughs> bananas. <laughs> It's about it's aliens. Oh, okay. And it's sick. Okay, so it has like <laughs> we got a lot. Honestly, I saw it on on a commercial. On a or commercial? No, 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 a news, a news interview. They like brought the producers up because it had to do with like the uh, Pentagon leaking those or <laughs> okay. giving out those that, videos. Like we in, talked a couple about years ago, we played them on the show. Yeah, from the co- uh, from the UFO the cockpit. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So <laughs> it's about that, but then it goes into it shows like a press conference of all these like three different army navy guys who used to work in missile silos what is that okay it's, it's basically like, like these li- you know the the nuclear warheads are like in these holes like in, in the, the ground. ground yeah and they were down there yeah yeah they're down there and how then, the fuck do you get that it's job in You're it's in montana waiting for like a button to get pushed by president trump that's like we annihilate china <laughs> it's like, like yeah. that's what you're waiting for damn <laughs> okay so, they basically, it's one guy from it, um, the fort in Montana, and then a couple other guys from other states, mm-hmm. and then a guy in Germany. First guy in Montana basically explains that the Navy operator in the base nearby found, sees some glowing disc in the air, and mm-hmm. he explained it as like a, it looked like a basketball, someone was flying a basketball, but then it like went from there to there and realized it was a disc. So, he calls the 
silo because they're right there with nuclear weapons that and they're the first line of defense against russia okay so if something happens with russia those go to russia to start a fucking army it's terrifying that that exists yeah so it's right there and it's flying towards it so they tell them and the guys that are controlling the missiles are underground right i guess i should show myself right (laughs) oh you just look at us (laughs) look at you like oh so they're underground and they get a call on the radio from the guys above basically saying what they see and that they say that they saw the ufo come over to the silo shoot a red laser beam down to the missiles and all of a sudden the guys on the in the ground see all of the missiles one by one go offline and the guy straight up said he goes it's so uncommon it's never heard of one two missiles going off at once nevertheless 10 they all go offline completely disabled and so then like if something happened, you can't shoot him. And then he, at the end of it, he, another guy has the same situation in Germany with a U.S. base, and they come there, and all of a sudden, a bunch of missiles go into launch sequence. So they're about to launch. Just nuclear warheads just go into launch sequence with no one pulling a key, <laughs> and they you. had to manually turn it off. Okay, so they at the end of this are like, if you don't think that this is them coming and telling us what the fuck are you doing with nuclear weapons, like I don't know what to tell you. They're like, this happened. I, they had radio evidence that they recorded from their their transmissions, and they're, like, freaked out. It's so basically crazy. we're destroying the environment, and the aliens know, and they really want us to stop. It was a destroying the environment thing? But there's, like, yeah, four, there's more four that, congressmen. Oh, they're, oh, they're super into they're congressmen passionate about global warming. There's congressmen yeah, I wonder if they know you. Greta Thunberg. <laughs> <laughs> there's or is Greta kid. Thunberg one of them? She looks like she could be a lizard works? person. She could be. Totally. Lizard people are here, bro. They are totally here. She could how you doing? Yo, but the, the internet so goes up in cr- arms. People call Icelandic girl alien. They don't understand culture and that people. I'm like, bro, you. no, no, please, <laughs> please give us the press. <laughs> please cancel me. <laughs> Bring it Bring on. Bring it, bitch. <laughs> Bring it the fuck. Come on, on. Kamala. Fucking cancel me. <laughs> it's Kamala. Kamala. Sorry, fuck. Racist. Ca- good. Fucking cancel me. Shit. No. So, um, no, but Frankie was telling me this thing. They showed, like, firsthand accounts of people who actually saw aliens get out of a UFO. And they said, and it was like, peop- I don't know. It's, the story sounded legit. But they said the people, <laughs> they said uh, they it Listen, was- don't worry about the details, okay? <laughs> fucking just trust me. No, but they said that the people, like, <laughs> like were in black jumpsuits and they, they were little, but their eyes were huge. These Literally, were like, from like the, it's from, from children. An like entire the classroom. Fucking... An entire classroom of sixty kids saw the same thing and described them the same way. Yeah, but my point is, like the movies, like in the movies where you see aliens, like big eyes. That's these kids actually like said they looked like. So I just thought that was. I feel wild. like that. Like, what if it was just to play devil's advocate? Mm-hmm. One kid, maybe the popular kids, like aliens, and it was they found them. No, they found them later on. The kids, they brought them back to like record them for the documentary. You should see they're the same kids. They have the footage of them like talking to the news. Are networks. they older? Yes, no they're, like, they're like they're like thirties, and they're like yeah, like they remember the feeling. They they were said that they were like three feet away from them, like it was that close. How that long was the documentary, and when did this occur? This just came out recently. Okay, Tucker Carlson had the producers on because they they wanted to talk about the nuclear shit, Be- but. All like like oh Tucker Carlson had him on the show, dude. The producers, the, dude. The, show. Wow. the movie had mainstream. Yeah. It's mainstream now. The movie had but oh Tucker, yeah, Tucker, shit, you're right. Once you're on Tucker Carlson, dude, he's like he always yeah, pushes UFOs though. He always does. Really, <laughs> really. Oh, I didn't know that. Since the yeah, once it goes on Tucker, like that's like a dude. Can we just Tucker Carlson's that a platform to, to um 
like all like right wing. I feel like, mm, and yeah. if it's in there, it's real. That's it's, true. It's, it's like it's presented in that light, and it's, yeah, it's out there. So, I don't know if, yeah. So one more thing. Lost it. It's oh, okay. okay. Uh, all right, you're out of it. But my point is, aliens are here. Uh, we know this. Yeah, I should have said. Oh, where's we the thing? It. We know. Oh, we showed it last. That's why week. I got yeah, that thing for you guys. Week. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in for aliens. I mean, we're, I mean I'm in for aliens. It's over. The whole nuclear war. Is, the nuclear war thing kind of scares me a little bit, but I know. I thought I know. that I was oh, hoping that the aliens would fucking, be way more chill. This is what I wanted to fucking say. The kids said that they looked into these big eyes of these like aliens yeah. and like telepathically ideas. had ideas of environmental preservation. Every single and, kid and said the technology same thing. is ruining. Shop. I'm sorry. And that technology is is ruining. The nuclear? Like the environment, basically. I really like that the aliens are pro-global. Isn't that nice? Yeah. I agree. Seems like they're honestly nice, and they're trying to tell us we're fucking up, and honestly, we're we not, are not fucking, fucking up. up. Dude, that was a huge part of the VP debate was global warming yeah. and climate change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not go there yet. No, no, no. I want to talk about some more fun shit first. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So <laughs> That's still going to be fun. So um, I had a... I was in Target, so I'm driving up for this trip. Love Target. And I drove to a Target. First of all, I was in. I was driving to the camping trip, so I was like driving to upstate New York, mm. and I needed to get sweatpants because I couldn't find my sweatpants because they were actually here. Pumped, I found my sweatpants. Yeah. I was you looking always for them. leave your sweatpants here. Like who's fucking sweatpants? Yeah, boy. <laughs> so I go to Target, and it's like 9 a.m. It just opened. First of all, haven't been in like a huge Target. There's a Target near my house that's so tiny. And I was in like one like a massive Target, and I was the only shopper in there, I think, because it was like 9 a.m. and I was in rural fucking bumfuck New York. Oh, you were already upstate. Yeah, I was like way upstate already. Ooh. And all the workers Ooh. were kind of like, no, it was it was it was chill. There was dude, the the leaves, bro, is just fantastic. Oh. The trees and the Are leaves they turned? turning. They're turning. There's so there's so some it's like green, brown and red, orange, red, yellow, oh. brown, and I was just feeling it all. And oh, I went into this like target; emotional. it was great vibes. I was on, I was vibing the whole time. That's awesome. So I go in this target and I get I go get sweatpants, but I'm like, let me get some food and like pick up some other shit. So I'm in the food section. I overhear some like workers talking, and one guy's just like, yeah, like I'm kind of just at it right now. Or like I've really been in it and really been like fighting for things and blah blah blah. But like. I just got to worry about me, and I got to worry about surviving. I'm going into survival mode. I got to worry about and myself. This man is saying this to you? No, he's saying it to his coworker, <laughs> but, like, their target employees just, oh. like, shooting the shit at 9 a.m. because they're just getting started at work. And uh, and he was like, you know. They're like, at the water he, He's cooler. like, either way it goes. Exactly, but they were in the food section. <laughs> <laughs> in front of the frozen nuggets. Yeah. Either way, either way this thing goes, like, I got to live my life, so I got to start, I just got to worry about paying my bills. Mm. And I walked past him, I just went, amen, brother. <laughs> and he's, the, both of them started fucking hysterical laughing. And then I was walking to the back, and I was looking for- Was it like a genuine laugh? Or like, ha, 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 like, they're really trying to <laughs> What get- did he say? Huh? What? No, what? <laughs> no, they were both like, the guy was like, am I right? I was like, I'm with you, man. I just said, that's, yeah, it was nice. normal. Nice. It was, I think. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. <laughs> they're like that fucking guy. <laughs> so we go to the back of the, um- I go to the back, and I think I was looking for a headlamp for camping, like a usually like Were you a. Guys he- mining for coal. Well, it gets dark out there. Oh, you know, it gets dark as fuck in the woods. Were you in tents? I slept in my car, but four kids slept in tents. Damn. It was some real ass camping. Bro. Oh shit, that's like real. I did not picture that. Yeah, dude, it was real. Good Your boy you was in the. Wi- that's why I was hugging you guys, dude. Oh it was God, crazy. You needed a hug. We went hiking. I didn't shit. hug you deep enough, dude. We did an intense hike, and I shit. was like really tired and nervous at times. <laughs> Yo, Emily sent me a. I'm gonna show it now. 
So I get a text from Emily, Dylan's girlfriend. This. <laughs> right after Dylan told me he was going camping, she, said, <laughs> she sends me this. <laughs> it's, it's Dylan, his, fuck, his like find my phone location in the middle of the yeah. Adirondack Mountains. <laughs> and her comment was just, pray for Dylan. <laughs> And I'm picturing you in like slippery Nike like running shoes and like a your stupid fucking hat, like in a t-shirt, freezing, like in the rain. Like under, looking over my shoulder yeah, for covering like, you. <laughs> looking like, is there bears? What's You're up like with pulling bears? Pulling a branch over you because you got lost and you need a warmth and shit. Like I was expecting the worst. Um uh, no, I, I, I glad I'm I'm glad I made it alive. My mom was very concerned. Very no, concerned. She he, was like, she no. was giving me so many, like, you could die of this, you could die of that, you could die of this. I'm like, lady, get Get off my fucking back, okay? Don't put this shit on here, me. Here, here. I was like just deflecting it, deflecting it, deflecting. Because oh. I want to think. But, I know there's fucking bears, yeah, but people don't remind camping. me. Let me wait for. It's let like me see saying the bear. it's like I was saying this. One kid was bugging out because I'll get into the the, uh, the trip in a little bit. But one kid the, the night before they saw coyotes oh, <laughs> at, at the campsite. Like they were coyotes. Like they turned. What's that rustling? And turned their headlights on. And there were some there were some coyotes. And the, we. Went with this guy, my friend from um, oh, college, me. who like I call him like a mountain man. Like this kid literally has tra- like backpacked like all over America for the last four years, and like works in national parks. And he's like a kayak guide, and he's done all this. <laughs> I love kayak he's done guides. some like crazy shit. So I'm like, I'm if I'm with this guy, and he's like lived in the the goddamn mountains for four years. Like I trust him. Oh, captain, he's my a, captain. Oh, captain, my captain. Follow you he's alive. Walk. I'm with him. Yeah. If he's not nervous, I'm fucking chilling. So that was, but one kid was bugging out about the coyotes and they said that the coyotes came to camp and he was just like, go on, get, get out of here. Get up out of here. And then, to like scare the coyote and then the, uh, the kid who was telling the story he was like yeah and like we were all like super fucked up so all of us were just like yeah coyote go on and get out of here get scram and eventually they left for some reason i pictured will ferrell doing that <laughs> that's my vision come on, go get, on get 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 out of here get scram <laughs> is the kid from the south no but I, that was just the voice you were feeling yeah i feel like that, i feel like you have no you have to say it like that. right you can't say go on get well you can't use a manhattan get, accent coyote go no, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. S- sidebar, I was walking through New York City with those guys today, and they were in, like, New York City, and it was, like, weird for them. We were walking through Central Park, and we passed this woman, and we were just kind of, like, people drop, like, listening to conversations and shit. And some woman was walking through Central Park, and she just goes, um, I'm glad they had the foresight to know that Manhattanites would love the space of Central Park because it has been delightful to go in the park during this time. That's and then the kid looked at me and was just like, that's like exactly what I would have thought <laughs> Manhattan people would sound like. That's fucking crazy. Exactly. Yeah. That's it was so stereotypical. I was like, dude, no one. I'm like, fucking don't. That's crazy. That's so Upper East yeah. Side. But anyway, this Target, I want to say this bit. We're really oh, jumping yeah. around here, but um, it's, I'm, I'm having a good time. I'm, with I'm in this Target. I asked this woman, where are the headlamps at? She's like, oh, if they're in anywhere, they're in the back left. So I was like, okay. So she starts leading me there, and we walk through the Halloween section, 9 a.m. in a Target, and we're walking through the Halloween section, and there was a motion sensor. Uh, like, you know the, the <laughs> decorations? The scary little, like, yeah. skeleton. So uh, we walk past decorations, and I just hear, <laughs> was it a cat? And it was a cat. And then the woman just goes, oh, shut up, to the cat. <laughs> I love that and points And points, like, me out to the, r- the right direction. She walks past it, and the cat goes, the cat rares again. <laughs> just goes, <"Rah!" laughs> She's losing She's it. Losing She's losing it. It's gone. She's lost it. <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, so should I get into the camping trip a little bit? Yeah, dude. So I was just feeling- I was genuinely- Nervous for yeah, you. Yeah, every I was telling just because you're not like an outdoorsy dude. I know that's why I like, did it. Like that's why Push I'm shocked to hear the it was, boundaries. <laughs> so I'm shocked Push to hear it was the limits. In a people, we're living in a matrix anyway. Just fucking keep yeah, going. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. 100%. Push the limits. What 100%. are you capable of? 100%. You know, that's what that was the energy I was putting out in the world. Someone at work, I was talking to people at work about it, and I didn't know where we were going till like Thursday I like googled it and I found I thought it was 2 hours away but it was fucking 4 hours away Ooh. and I re- like looked and I was like oh this is like a real mountain range kind of thing so I go up to one of my coworkers and I'm like yeah I'm going uh camping this weekend <laughs> to the Adirondacks I thought it was only like a 2 hour trip but like turns out it's like 4 4 and a half hours and the guy was just like wait you just realized that now dude like <laughs> how the fuck didn't you think of that and I was just like I don't know I'm just loving he's right I'm taking the ride though mm-hmm. you know yeah. I'm taking that ride so I drive up, super serene. We got to go up there, bro. We've been trying to go up there. The lakes. We want to do the, psychedelic moods. I know. Yeah. Ooh. Shroom Daddy Fresh is up there. I don't know. I don't know if I can handle it. I don't think I can either. Because hey, I couldn't, honestly. Said it. We're in the Matrix. Yeah, Dive I know. So, you know. so to get real for a hot sec, I was like seeing my college friends, right? I haven't seen most of them in like three, four years. The context of which they know me is like drunk ass. Dylan gets drunk. Dylan that's gets it. Fu- Dylan, this kid loves to get fucked up. And that's it. And that's pretty much it. That's it. So And, and eats pizza. <laughs> and he's fat as shit. <laughs> and he's a chunky monkey. <laughs> then they see you, you're emaciated compared to what they know, and you're super sober. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like worried. I wasn't going to drink, obviously, but I was like, I, I dabble in eating sandwiches. So mm. I was like, I kind of want to eat, eat some sandwiches a little bit, hang out with the boys. But I was really nervous that I was Don't like- Don't food right now. Daddy's hungry. I'm going to be in the woods- Paranoia might kick in. I'm with people I haven't like known or hung out with There's in a coyotes. while. There's coyotes, like so. I didn't want to really dabble in it that much, and I got like a little sandwich high one night, mm-hmm. and I had a full a blown. Fun. I probably had like two, three hits of a sandwich, and I was like way too fucked up. Yeah, and I for like thirty minutes. That's and then an I, environmental. And thing. then I yeah, I feel like it was just heightened because of like where I was. Well, you're in survival mode, yeah. and you're with people that are basically strangers now. Yeah. So it's like not strangers, but you know what I mean. Homeboys like, with strangers. Homeboys, but like if we're, I we're, we're getting reacquainted. Dude, when I don't see we're you getting for re- two weeks, we get reacquainted. Exactly. Like, That's a, like a quarantine thing. 100%, you know what I mean? Hundred percent. So and everyone's had different quarantine experiences, done it in different times. So I was just like. And the psychedelic thing, like I would have to, I would need well, a not sh- with them. I would need a sherpa though. No, for sure we would have a. We would have to hire someone. A very strong sherpa. Yeah, like, mentally and physically. Who would who would you want to be our sherpa? Real person that we know. It would have to be a real person Ooh. that we know, or it could be. My, sh- my strength would be a good sherpa. Frankie would be a good sherpa, but I'd rather Frankie go on the journey with us. Yeah. Because we need that simpatico for the pod vibes. Yeah. So, because we, you know, we do psychedelics to bring our, Yo, our actually, game to the next level. Exactly. <laughs> you know where I think would be really good Sherpas for us if the three of us went? Are we hiring? Yeah, both of our moms. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, seriously, you want to- Our wanna... moms come together, they hang out for a little bit, and then they I don't think, our trip. Do you think, for real, for real, do you, based on your experiences <laughs> <laughs> in life, do you think that you- come out of that journey the same like i think if if, no. my, if if my mother and your mother were in front of me while i was tripping sack i would permanently be like in a in a mental pretzel Honestly, i don't think i'd ever get i out feel of it. like trips do that anyway yeah but not yeah but that's like can you imagine a worse trip than your mother being actually there yeah i can oh. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever told that story do you want no to? i don't no. want to tell her right oh, now. okay no we won't do it i tripped at a music festival once fuck it 
Yeah. Fuck it, dude. Fuck I'm it. not going to tell the whole no, story. Don't tell it's so story. long. It, yeah, it's so long. It'll take over. Um, it's a good one. It is a good one. Yeah, I. but it definitely changes shit. Dude, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. the For cool sure. thing That's about, the point of it, though. Dude, That's the why super cool shit about psychedelic drugs, which is like the over the science is overwhelming for its uh, effects on like addiction and, and like depression. PTSD and depression, anxiety. Mm-hmm. And someone explained to me this. Shout out to Chloe Winston. She explained this to me that people take like Xanax every day to like mask mm-hmm. their anxiety or to just like turn it off. Versus, like, actually, like, trying to discover why that thing's happening mm-hmm. to, like, fix it. It's a Band-Aid. Yeah. Xanax is a Band-Aid. Xanax is definitely Could a Band-Aid. Be a Band-Aid. Mm-hmm. Could be a Band-Aid. And in combination with the right, I shouldn't just blindly label but, it that. But it that's is a the good way drug the that drug is, itself works. As someone it who has abused Adderall, it's yeah. like there's <laughs> abusers of Xanax as well. You yeah. know what I mean? So We're it's just like, getting really into Dylan's substance issues. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> Whatever. I was just kidding. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. I survived the mountains. <laughs> I'm like, let's talk about fucking shrooms. <laughs> well, it, it changes you, man. It does change the you, mountains that's why changed you do it. me. Oh, the mountains. The yeah. mountains changed me. Yeah. You know, I haven't yeah. had an experience like that. You I was staring at the stars, dude, dude. You're a suburban boy. I saw the Milky Way. It was fucking gorgeous. Oh my god, I just got. <laughs> it was never mind. I got a boner. Feel. Yeah, I got aroused a little. Damn. The Milky Way is beautiful. It's so I didn't know. I was like, he was like, oh, dude, that's the Milky Way. Like, see how it's like that. I was like, fuck, I didn't. I never. I don't think I've ever seen that in my whole fucking life. Yeah, dude, beautiful. It's, it's gorgeous. Gorgeous to see. Anyway, what were we talking about? I don't know. You were having Adderall. a moment, and I love it. You were talking <laughs> uh, about like Xanax is a oh, band aid, right? 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 But psychedelics. Chloe. Winston. So, whatever. There's evidence that you t- you take Xanax every day to keep your like anxiety at bay. But if, you know, done in the right way, you could do, like, one trip, like, every six months. And the things that you learn on that trip, like, if done in the right context, like, you're trying to learn things, you're trying to do self-discovery, you're, like, going down that road, that trip would last you, like, six months of, like, clarity Mm -hmm. versus, like, taking Xanax every single day. And also... And it's, it's all the six Xanax months. is a drug and shrooms are a drug. Yeah, so but it's we're it's, all talking drugs. It's the six months of clarity, but in supplement to that, you're fit, you're actively learning something about yourself. Like that's the thing with like tripping is, it's almost like your anxieties, in a way, get amplified and like put right in front of your face. Like you feel them, you really feel them, mm. and it, you kind of like are able to learn why you're feeling them so like if you don't know why you're feeling something you can't stop yourself from feeling it yes so if you allow yourself in a trip like to feel it like you can fight it and like whatever but if you allow yourself to feel it and see it and like vibe with it you can kind of like you kind of make peace with your demons under your bed type of thing 100 percent. you like shake hands with the monster under your bed you're like all right we're gonna fucking stop doing this yeah you know it's like it's a different and sometimes they're like crazy kind of connections yeah i've realized where it's like Everything goes back to your mom. (laughs) Dude, like, kind of, though. Like, my strength, like, kind of, though. Yeah. Kind of, though, dude. Yeah. You know? I'm working with him on shit, and, like, I think for a long time, like, I had this- See that tree? It's your mom. (laughs) No, no, it wasn't a coyote. It was your mom. (laughs) You're scared. It wasn't. Because it's your mom. It wasn't the Milky Way. That was your mom. (laughs) It was a hug. Continue. Sorry. She's forgiving you. She forgives you. It's not your fault. Don't say that. It's not your fault. Like, remember Goodwill Hunting, bro? Fuck yeah. It's not your fault. I gotta go see about a girl. 
I gotta go see about a girl. But like that big fucking crazy moment when like he finally that's like Oh that's, yeah. What an emotional I just got scene. chills. Yeah, me too. I, I just got hug, fucking chills. The embrace. Is that what you're uh, talking about? R.I.P. Robin. Robin Williams. Holy shit. Influential a, in my life as well. Still oh getting goodness. chills as we speak. Yeah, dude. Still getting I feel chills. it in my when you know what you're getting it when you're the side of your hair and your oh, head sticks up. A he bit. was the goat. Mm-hmm. The goat. He loved psychedelics. Yeah. He was also super depressed though. It didn't really work for him, I guess. Yeah. But. He had, yeah. he had Louis. It was a he whole. Issues, yeah. He had issues. Anyway, we don't have to go down that yeah. road. But two things of Goodwill Hunting. It's like, I'll just say this one because it's more on topic. When he's like with Matt Damon, and he like builds that Matt Damon goes to like a bunch of fucking psychologists. Doesn't connect. Doesn't connect. Doesn't connect. Mm-hmm. Is making fun of him. Whatever. Finally meets this dude that he can connect with. Has like ten fucking standoff sessions with him. Mm-hmm. Finally starts like breaking barriers a little bit because Robin Williams choked him. Remember yep. that? That was epic. Little bit of respect, a little bit of yeah. warf like warfare going on between them, psychological warfare. Boom, boom, it. boom. Like I'm trying to help you, trying to get through to you, blah, blah, blah. And it breaks down like Robin Williams like kind of corners him and he's like, dude, it's not your fault. And like all the he's saying those like simple words and like Matt Damon has like a psychological breakthrough mm-hmm. and like breaks the fuck down. Yeah. Anytime I've had like a really big psychological breakthrough, I feel like I've Cried. Yeah. Definitely. I, I was going to say that, and I was like, we I'm had a fucking it. bitch. Do you remember the retreat? Ooh. The first OF retreat? Yeah. That was the probably the first mental breakthrough I've ever had. Like, really? Or, or psychological breakthrough that I had where really? I cried. Really? Definitely. Oh, uh, love you, bro. Like, well, well, yeah, definitely. Love you too, bro. That cried was... like a bitch. You I did. cried so hard. In my arms. In your arms. My man. So did you. We my cried homie. together. It was fucking beautiful. It I was, was beautiful. Dude, we'll write a movie about that one day. It'll be... <laughs> Not good, Will Hunting. It'll be like dickheads hunting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Outrageous um, hunting. What else? We were talking about drugs. Um, and then we were talking we were... about psychedelics and then Robin but, yeah, Williams like, came up. You go the, you do the one trip and it lasts a long time. How you doing? Band-aid versus therapy, I guess, is the basic. Moral of the story yeah. is douche rooms. <laughs> Who would be our Sherpa? But we are not medical. Well, I am not a medical professional. Don't take yeah. my medical professional advice on that one. No, that is social this advice. Is, That's this social is advice. Dylan, the person speaking, not Dylan, the physical character Correct. speaking. Correct. There's a separation. Definitely. I am not at Sunday. I'm not at work. Mm-hmm. I'm acting under my own thing. Correct. Fact. Boom. So, but we, I, so checked with do, our, but I checked with our lawyer. You're good. Perfect. Covered. Still do shrooms. Covered. <laughs> um, who would be our Sherpa? That's I want to Sherpa. So definitely was, not like, our moms. Definitely not our moms. Definitely not my dad. Yeah. Um. Nobody of rel- relative. Liz relative. Texter. Oh, Liz, I don't know if Liz she, be a good she one, might bug out. I need more of, of our I need more of I need a, a stoic. Christian Renz would be a really good one, but also he'd be so mad at us for doing <laughs> drugs that it would be a problem. <laughs> I hope he listens to this. Did I he tell the story? I told the story when he saved the day on the pod. Yeah, right? yeah. I told he that. told about getting locked in the roof like a dickhead. Thanks, um, Christian. Love you. I think Timmy Scanlon. Scan. Yeah, Timmy would be a great. Timmy one. would be a great. Sherpa. Timmy would be a Timmy- great one. No, yeah, Timmy. Timmy. Timmy's a good, really good one. Who else would be a good one? What about like a celebrity? Sherpa? I was gonna go. Yeah, let's go more, more like that. Yeah. I would say, dude, Robin Williams would have been a yeah. great one. Ooh, dude, Robin Williams would have been a really, really good one. Um, what about like a like a Tony Robbins kind of a guy, like someone you who's mean- gonna push you mentally? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, stop. You're gonna st- he's like, he's like you're a bitch. <laughs> Jump in the ice bath. You're going to feel every nerve in your fucking body. All right. All right. Punches you in the face. Um, uh, Keanu Reeves. Ooh. 
Oh, as his character from The Matrix? That's a little intense. Oh, I like it. Oh, you, maybe you have never seen The Matrix, though. I, I've seen it. You have? Yeah. It's Once, but like a long time um, ago. Yeah, Keanu Reeves would be a great one. Oh. I, what about like, oh, a, I feel like I a, want like a, like a Dax Shepard. Like, he, like would he would be a good he'd be one. great, dude. He would lead he, you through such an enjoyable experience. Yeah. Yeah, I would do that or like a Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel would be a great like one. Like somebody with good vibes. Like yeah. a Paul Rudd. Somebody just lighthearted. Paul Rudd would be a good like one. That. Anybody of that Paul caliber. Paul Rudd would be a good one. Yeah. Listen, dude, Paul Rudd's one of my top celebrities of all time. Harry Styles. <laughs> you <laughs> just want to fuck him. Don't tell them. <laughs> Yo, Harry Styles is a great one. Too. I would let Harry Styles fuck. Me. I would. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. That man's handsome. Yeah. If you can look good with hair that fucking long and gross, you're hot. Yeah. I don't care. I don't even care. He'd be a great um, Sherpa. Yeah, he'd be. Hmm. Um. So. Yeah. What else happened on this trip? We could talk more about the trip. So there's some. Yeah. So you were saying you guys. What were you guys eating on the trip? So I went full seventh grade. And it was just... Did you bring your own food? Everybody brought their own food? I went to a <laughs> Target. Like, on food? I went to a Target beforehand and got, like, bread and peanut butter. And nice. I got some lunch. I saw Lunchables. I was like, I got Duh. it. Lunchables by the campfire. I love turkey cheese and the crackers. And, dude, I was sucking on a... Best one. I was sucking on a Capri Sun. Oh, and I was, yeah, you were. I was, I was sitting there by the campfire, and we're all talking. I'm sucking on this Capri Sun, and there was, like, a moment of silence, and you just heard, like... <laughs> And everyone looked over him like, my bad. <laughs> Dude, I love – that's just such great nostalgia. Yeah. Um, but the trip. So we drive up. I drive up by myself, super serene, beautiful, like, shrubbery and <laughs> – I was going to say I did – foliage? Definitely foliage, foliage yeah. Um, shrubbery, no. Foliage, Both. yes. Sure. And first of all, the kid told – I was supposed to drive up Friday morning, but I was like, hey, like – what do you think about me driving up Thursday after work? And they're like, yeah, like, it'd be no problem. Totally fine. No issues. And then I'm driving up on Friday, and it's like the roads I'm on are, like, literally isolated roads through these, like, yeah, crazy no towns, no shit. lights. I was like, thank God I didn't do this. I would, this would have been midnight. It would have been fucking horrifying. Oh, dude, I used to drive And then we went from- to the campground, and it was, like, pit, like you're just in the woods. Oh, yeah. You make a right, and you just go down this dirt road, and it's just straight woods, and... You're like, I feel like I'm not supposed to be here, but yeah. like, you know you are. We went to, it was called Indian Lake. Our campground was like 20 feet from this lake. That's sick. I have a, I can show you a picture, bro. Yeah, let's see some pics. Oh, my fucking phone died. <laughs> Yo, Dylan's phone always dies. Always. It doesn't even make sense. Like, it don't you charge even, it in the car? I, I guess I didn't, obviously. It's clearly, clearly not. Clearly not. Um, but so we get there and we go on this first hike and we're going on, it's like, it was like a five hour hike. Fuck that. that no, was it was it was sick. Oh. We're going to it was like pretty flat at first, pretty casual. We we start pa- hey, how you doing? We're passing when people. When you when is it considered hiking? Do you have to be on an incline? I like, think I if feel you're like just, just like, walking isn't hiking. Do you ha- if you go to like a reservoir and like go and I feel like if you're in the woods and there's Walk an out. incline, it's there, a hike. There, there but there does have to be an incline, right? You one would what presume. What do you think? Cuz if there wasn't an incline, it would just be a stroll in the woods. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But like that's If there's one hill, it's a hike. I think I agree. What's your threshold? Once, I think that I think I agree. One hill. Once I think there needs to be an average of like a hill an hour, maybe. Yeah. Or a hill. Yeah. There has to be a, like one to two hills. Yeah. For sure. Say. So it was like pretty normal for the first maybe like hour and fifteen, and we're kind of passing people, and then we get to this point, dude, and we're like, all right, we're going up, and like you're climbing, bro. My legs were on fire, and it was like kind of muddy. 
It was, dude, it was, you know what was pretty dope? And this is a fun fact. Shout out to David Whalen, outdoor guide. He, <laughs> we're in the, the, the woods at first, and the, when it started getting, like, really um, more inclined, it, like, the temperature changed. Like, it got Ooh. colder, and it was because, and this is something I knew, the, like, normal trees, like, that have, like, nice leaves and shit, like, pack in heat better. But when we got higher, it turned into evergreens, and evergreens, like, don't hold heat. So it was, it's just cold there. So it was literally like 10 feet dropped like 15 degrees. That's wild. Yeah. And it was because of the change of the type of tree. That's crazy. That's a fun fact, right? That's a really fun learn, fact. Learn some shit. Hell yeah. Learn some shit. So that's when it started getting way more inclined. Okay. And we're climbing, climbing. It's muddy. We're like gassed. We're out of breath. We're, it's, we're, there was like some dicey moments. We're climbing on rocks. We're climbing up. And as we're going up, we keep checking. We, we're doing a bunch of jokes like, dude, can't wait to, to get to the top. Like, the spicy margaritas are going to be so fucking <laughs> worth it. Someone's like, I'm going to get a hot ass slice of pizza when we get to the top. Was there stuff up there? No, so one, no, there's nothing oh, up like, there. like, okay. No, it was literally nothing. Yeah. That would be an insane commute. That'd be imagine. wild. Yeah. It's like, how do they do business? That was a dumb we were, question, we were, um, someone said the spicy margarita thing, and then someone that was like coming down was like, there's no spicy margaritas <laughs> up there. But it was funny. Like, you have, like, fun mountain banter, mm-hmm. if you will. So as you're going up, we keep being like, are we close? And people will be like, nah, like, you got a little bit more. And as we kept hiking, like, I'm getting more out of breath. I'm, like, praying that these people yeah. are like, you're so close. And one person goes, you're actually pretty close. It's, like, kind of chill for a little bit. Then it gets really intense. <laughs> then you're okay. We're all like, thanks, bro. Really fucking shooting me straight well, it gave there. gave me the heads up. Gave me the heads up, and it did exactly that. It was, like, kind of straight, straight up. Got to the top. You're, like, climbing with your hands and shit? Dirt on my hands, in the mud. Hell yeah. For the most part, I didn't use my hands, but there were times where, like, I had to use yeah, my hands. Yeah, for sure. That's sick. Because and it was mostly because my legs were just like giving out. Yeah, you're. Well, you're imagine if you were bitch. in like the the um like the MTV challenge show. Oh, and those things like at the end. <laughs> imagine the MTV. Music. I was like, what the is challenge this? when they do like those crazy like finales that are like shit? yeah, like the Amazing Race and yeah. stuff. That'd be nuts. That'd be nuts. Dude. You'd be you ever s- see people who do like tough mudders? We should do a tough mud. I'm so down. Let's dude. do it. Like t- crawling in mud and yeah. shit. Yeah, like under like bar- the camera, <laughs> under like barbed wire. <laughs> yeah, shit. it's ridiculous. The barbed like wire walls. Barbed wire feels like a little intense. It's but probably fake. If there's somewhere you like, like jump over fire and shit, are we doing that? I think that you do on hey. shrooms. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> what have we learned? Fuck, Fuck it. it. <laughs> um. So we get to the top. And, like, the moment I sunk my teeth into my peanut butter sandwich on top of that mountain, Best ultimate, peanut butter channel. ultimate fat boy moment, you mm. know? I was, like, wait, I was thi- I was like so out of breath, and I was thinking about the peanut <laughs> butter sandwich, and I was just like, damn, this like is those good bites shit. that are just like, oh. And then afterwards, I picked my head up to soak in the abuse. I had to have the peanut butter peanut first. Peanut butter first. <laughs> or you were going to, you needed blood sugar. You were running low. <laughs> yeah. And it was just, like, gorgeous views and a really good time, and the hike was sick. Camping is dope. Like, we went by mm. the, uh... Like just chilling by the fire at nighttime. Ooh, was there s- love a fire. Love a fire. That's such a specific mood. Yeah, the fire. Really, like, everybody no, is getting heat from the same source. No cell phones. No cell phones is great. We were, we were. Someone pulled up their car and put on the Yankee game on the radio. I don't want to talk about the. I know. And then the Laker game R. on the radio. R.I.P. But it was cool. Like I was just going. That was cool. That the radio yeah. was on. It that felt is like cool. Old, a little old timey, you know. Definitely old timey. So it was a little bit of that. Um. And just being around the fire with the with the homies was like super nice. You guys have s'mores? We didn't have s'mores, but David Whalen Outdoor got shout out again. 
he was telling uh he told like a few scary stories. Like he's just been traveling everywhere, so he was doing like campfirey things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm just kind of like bullshit and so telling he didn't stories. Bring like a guitar. He didn't bring a guitar, <laughs> but we were having like very ideological conversations, which we were like kind of have to. I was like, we're in the woods talking about the shit. It's dope. Yeah. And then we were talking about. He told like a few scary stories, and like we played like a few random. You hate scary. I know stories. I did. Mm-hmm. I was honestly, tr- I was cracking. He was telling scary stories. Was, That's hilarious. He's like, do you guys want to hear a scary story? And we're all like, yeah. And like we literally all moved to like the edge of our seat, like little fucking boys. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like a little boy, honestly. That's I was eating beautiful. my Lunchable to fucking sit by this That's fire. It's like a blissful experience. Yeah, it was. It was very blissful. Mm-hmm. That's why they call... Uh, never mind. We're not going to get back into that. I was going to say that's why they call it a trip. Let's get back into that. So anyway, everyone's going to do shrimps. <laughs> um, but yeah, the drive, it was a four-hour drive, and it was the quickest four-hour drive both ways I think I've ever driven in my whole life. Because it was beautiful the whole way, right? Yeah. That's sick. It was dope, dude. We got to do it. De- I'm in. Sold. We got to do Sold. It. Was there anything else we did? We happened upon. Nah, it's not that big a deal. Well, you said you were eating like a fat boy, right? Fat boy Dill's been back a little bit, dude. I made that call out on Instagram of myself, and I did go to the gym, so I've been working out, but, but... I've just not locked it up on the <laughs> eating department. I'm in the woods. Fuck off. Yeah, fuck and off. I had some Oreos yeah, and peanut off. butter. Fuck off. I had Oreos. <laughs> Get off my back. So me. <laughs> and the Oreos were sick. The Oreos, dude. Are double stuff in the woods. I'm not a double stuffed guy. Fuck. Too much cream. You're oh. such a fat fuck. <laughs> You're such a fat fuck. You would love double stuffed. Yeah, duh. <laughs> I give me triple stuffed. I like the cookie more than the cream. You like the cream more than the cookie. That's just how it is. Yeah. That's just how it is. I like everything. Frankie, it's Frankie, just you I like, like double stuff. I right? like everything. I just like no. more. Yeah, double stuff, too much stuff. Completely ruins the ratio. Agreed. I'm I've also actually a, heard I'm Frankie also say a that nutter before. butter guy. You are a nutter butter guy. For, like I will ride. For Nutter Butters is the best cookie of all time till the day I die. And I, I feel like nobody, co- eat, nutter nobody butters eats Nutter Butters into milk. Slap. We did Joe a, just had a I reaction. Remember, I, did you see that? I, you I twist. Remember, you dude, twist. I, I remember like one of our first, one of my first like really funny clips on this show was my me describing my strategy for eating a Nutter Butter cookie. I it was like forget. it was like you sucking a dick, Joe. It, I, I it was way more passionate. <laughs> way more passionate. <laughs> That that peanut butter dick, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That peanut butter dick. <laughs> oh uh, shit! But yo, speaking of fat, um, Dylan, we're we're so today, D- Dylan, it's gonna be fat Dylan day again. We're, we're going, Chinese yeah. Food. It's okay, and I'm probably gonna order it like in a minute. Yeah, I'm at a place um, where I'm at a place where I know I'm like, when you start a new goal, I feel like you think about it for like way longer. I never like think of it and then I actually act on it. It takes me like a, a solid four weeks to like build huge up the you courage. Problem. <laughs> doesn't everyone do that? We call that. Don't procre- you think of something and then you don't do it for six weeks? Doesn't everyone do that? That's procrastinating. Oh, that's, oh, oh that's what it is to be a bitch. Oh, <laughs> oh. Joe was right. I am a pussy. I am, dude. So I'm back on that gym game, which is nice. And I just got to lock it up in the food department. I've been enjoying. I'm gonna start posting a little bit more on IG about it. Yeah, so I'm we're, just gonna be super honest. I think about we talked it. about it last. This week. This is a struggle, man. It's hard times. Sometimes I need some was double it, stuff. Was it on the? <laughs> I need some double stuff. Was it on the episode that I suggested that you shake my shake belly. your belly? You I didn't do it. I did so, make a video, but you're dude, like not enough, bro. Dylan sends me a boomerang of it was one second. I was long. feeling self conscious. Okay, it was like you go, hey, dude, I have a genius <laughs> idea for you. I was like, fuck, and he goes. Go in the mirror and shake your fucking belly and show everyone how chubby you are. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Did I shake it enough? I go, not even close. <laughs> like, it was like a little More jiggle. More shake, I was like, fatty. Give me the whole shake. I want to see the full, like, 
length of your fat go up. We and need down. like a slap and like I'll a come, ripple and a I'll slow mo. The, I'll slap the fuck. I honestly think that it needs to be done in slow motion. Definitely, yeah. it needs to be a slow motion shake. Definitely, yeah. so we'll eat Chinese food and then we'll do it. Perfect. Um, you want to talk about the debates? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. So debates. The, the, so the vice president. Let's let's go. Contrast. The hottest the hottest person in America right now is that fly. Oh, the fly is getting super clout. So much press. Super. I clout, wish we dude. had as much press as Yo, that fly. Yo, apparently there we were should like, have him on the show. There were like three thousand Twitter accounts opened up for the fly or something crazy like really? that. Three hundred, maybe three thousand sounds like. I think it was, it was thirty thousand. Fuck it. Fuck it. Three million Twitter <laughs> <Wait>. accounts. <laughs> I have to tell one more thing about the the campfire thing. Uh-huh. We're all chilling around the campfire and like we have no cell phones. People are we're in quarantine, information age, all that shit. So people would be like telling a story about like, yeah, did you guys see this thing and like tell this whole thing and everyone was just like. Is that fucking real, dude? Mm. And it just turned into this thing where, like, everyone that was telling stories, like, no one knew what was true or not. Mm. And we kept joking. We were like, yo, fact check. Like, that sounds like <laughs> fucking bullshit, dude. And then we were joking that there's, like, no base reality right now. There is no the, base reality. The base and reality in America right now is shattered and there's nothing. It's so true. Like, we fact checked the presidential debate. Yeah. But I haven't fact checked the vice presidential debate yet. I really, that's probably going to be I haven't fact checked it too. I would, I'm going to have to do that because they were obviously at ends the yeah. whole fucking time. But, it was so much different than the president. I really debate. enjoyed that it was at least a little bit more civil. It was definitely it was super so more, civil. So much more civil. So much more civil. It was super civil and it was like so easy to follow. Yeah. Like, and I would say 90% of the time and 90 is super strong, but more way more than the presidential debate, they actually like answered the questions. Dude, I don't but know. But they still tiptoed around it. I'll like, say it. I'll say it hot take. Mike Pence wasn't answering questions. Neither was Kamala. Kamala Fuck, again I did it. Neither of them were answering questions. She answered but more than he did, I thought. I disagree. Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I disagree. See, this with is that. how it happens. Different I realities, bro. I disagree with that. But um I, you know what I don't like about debates? What's that? I don't like 2 minute limit when people are in the middle of like making making points cuz like I know we're trying to get to the next thing, but I want to hear somebody's answer. Yeah. Like I don't care who went, I want to hear their whole thought. I don't want them like to get away with Starting off with like this introductory bullshit and then having like the last five seconds be the answer to the question. Just give me the whole fucking thing. Like I hate that they use that two minutes to like set it up by like shitting on the other person and then they answer it for like a second. I'm like It's just a weird way to have a conversation. It's dumb. It's It's not a debate's not a real way to have a combo. No, they should just each have like a fucking monologue and I'll listen to it. You know? Like just explain yourself. I mean it's interesting to see them interact, but it's like almost kind of dumb because how about a more of an interactive debate where when fucking Kamala or Mike Pence don't answer the question, the med- the moderator, instead of being like, now you, Mr. Vice President Pence, goes like, you, yeah, didn't, you didn't answer the question. Would you like to do that? Yeah. Like, like hold them accountable to answer the fucking question. For sure. You know? Honestly, I thought, I thought that it was way more civilized. Mm-hmm. I thought... Um, I don't know, like Mike Pence to me, dude. Like I'm looking at him, like he was saying s- some crazy shit to me. The way I was, you not setting your crazy shit it, radar off. Some stuff, but the, the only crazy shit. I don't really. Like, re- crazy, I watched it live, so I don't really remember it. Yeah, that well, well. The, I just watched it, yeah. so it's like kind of fresh in my head. The only thing that I think is crazy is because I'm super, like, not pro-abortion, but I'm not like a pro-life person. Like yeah. I don't really understand how people get passionate about that stuff. So like when they were talking about abortion and when they were talking about climate change those were two of the crazier stuff but that's also two of the more classically republican like strong views that like i don't i don't get yeah so like that stuff blew 
blew my mind a little bit. But most of the stuff like was answers I kind of expected. This is what I saw. Because like when I was watching when I watched kind of both of the debates, I don't really watch for like I already know what each party stands for. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm like watching like if you want to ask me who won the debate, I want to see how they answered their questions, like how they spoke, whether I agree or not. Like, did they deliver it confidently, all that shit? And I thought that even though I may not have agreed with what Mike Pence said, the way he said things was very much, it seemed very prepared. And sometimes I felt like Kamala was like very like anxious, like very excited to like say something and like was stuttering almost a little bit and like kind of herky jerky. Mm. And that like, I feel like she slipped in that regard where her delivery wasn't as like. Interesting. You're such a hard punch. critic. Yeah, well, because I'm not looking. I, I don't like what they're saying. I'm, they're not going to sell me because I know I, they're both fucking lying anyway. So, but I viewed it as like how I saw it was Mike Pence. I don't think answered questions well. Okay. I thought he was not answering questions, and he would like use his time to be like, "I got to go back and address this." And the moderator that was would be like, "Annoying sometimes." The moderator would be like, "No, answer the question." He's like, "Well, I can't move on unless I say that." And I'm like, yeah. "Fuck you, dude." Yeah, that guy. And then he was sometimes. he was really I thought he was like really aggressively dodging questions and then just like kind of attacking her points. And then the moment Kamala dodged the question of. The, fracking. F- the fracking thing? Packing or fracking? Fracking. fracking yeah. She dodged that question, mm-hmm. and he was like, "She's do- let the record show that she, she dodged that question. That was for yeah. packing the court. Oh, packing, packing the, court. the court. She packing. did dodge the fuck she out of that question. She dodged the fuck out of that she question. She dodged the fuck out of that question. So, and I'm by like, the way. Uh, my opinion, real quick. They Because bo- <clears throat> I was kind of trying that to. That was. I was yeah, trying to keep. She dodged, she dodged it, and it was like so obvious. But she, that's my point was, I want Kamala and Joe Biden to be more fucking aggressive that's what i'm saying and like jump on like do that shit back like if he's not answering the question fucking say the same shit he just said why are you like go over him talk over him fucking put him in his place like that's what i'm saying bully this fucker around they're very like submissive wait frankie you were gonna say something though i was just gonna say they both ignored the question (laughs) when they were basically saying uh trump's old you're old. They did both. Of- <laughs> and that and oh, Biden's old. Yeah, they didn't answer that question. Kamala. 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 <laughs> Good job, guys. Said. He, she used learned, that to I just. Learned she today, used, that's how you pronounce it. Oh, she okay. used that to go over like a comma, she she said. Like a comma. Like a comma. Okay. That's how I remember. Okay. I was thinking. I was like, well, they, you have no excuse. I didn't know. So. Um. She would talk about. She used that question to talk about. Where she came from, I came. I was born yeah. in California. I did this. All of the things she did as a job, and, and Pence talked even, about like yeah. the last question. Yeah. So they yeah. both, yeah. they, they both, both completely. I don't get they did both why. Like I don't get. That's what I, I also don't get. I'm like, yo, wh- why do you think that this is a time for you to just talk about whatever you want? Just fucking answer the question. Honestly, they're giving I, you, telling you what to say. Just honestly, fucking say it. I feel like honesty would win if you'd think eight mile yourself. And mm. just call it out and be like, yeah, because you're running and we are going to Google it. And like you lied and we're, we now we but know the answer. That, dude, that's the problem with politics. Some, most people won't Google it. Most people are just going to just going to take listen it to their person. And be agree. like, yes. And but that's also it. the problem that we're me and you are more like, that's why we don't like this shit. You exactly. know what I mean? Exactly. Like, stop lying to our faces. We're all tuned the fuck in right now. You're lying to us. Both of you. Fuck you. Exactly. And that's also like I, I even said it when we talked about the presidential debate. Where I, I've said it many times where I think that especially with how criticized Trump is, you should like it seems to me if I was in the position of like Joe Biden or Kamala Harris, Kamala, right? Yeah. 
Um, fuck. I was. No, you got it. I did right. Um, if I was in their position, going up against Donald Trump, I feel, and obviously easier said than done, but like I feel like it would be such an easy strategy to concoct to like bury him in this race it feels like or in or in the debates especially when he's lying or being crazy or whatever just seems like you could have such an such a easy game plan to crush it yeah and they have not no. done that by any means at all they've they've failed like that. The, I, you need to like and aggressively, it blows my mind it's possible you need if, like a comedian up there almost just like roasting donald yeah. trump behind the democrats because they're are sick. they're they're too much of like a pussy to call it out I think. it's weird it's weird i'm call like call it out that's what i'm saying but like, call you, it out like say like hey this is America. Like, look right in the camera, America. This is this is what we're dealing with. This guy can't even talk. Like, get in his, get even, back in Donald Trump's head. I even, feel like even not even the, on the. So you want to hire someone to add a job to the like Trump could do that himself. Well, they uh, could. They should be able to do that themselves. You they should, should yeah, hire but, a. I'm saying but, they can't do it. I'm not saying. I'm not literally saying to put a comedian behind. <laughs> yeah, the Democrats get no. a comedian behind them. Okay. <laughs> This, Donald Trump's, Trump's his own comedian. He's too much. He's, he's too, too much. He's we need hilarious. another one, and we need a we need a comedian in the background. Like, no, ang- you ever see the uh, the bit about like angry Obama or something like that? Oh yeah, where the his, his translator, thing, like, his his, angry his hood tra- translator, <laughs> oh, <my laughs> hood translator. Yeah, that's, that's hilarious. Key and Peele, right? Peel, yeah. they're fucking great. Yeah, um, I bumped into Key once, um, but no, I'm not even talking on like a shit talking level or on like a battle level. I'm talking even on like a answering questions level, like. You there's so many things you can criticize Trump on that are it's so like coronavirus perfect example like how we're dealing with it still the yeah. fucking ramifications of it. So when they ask Kamala or Joe Biden, they did it on both debates. What were how will your plan differ from the Trump plan? They don't answer that question. Yeah. That's the one question where I'm like, if you can just answer that, you won the presidential fucking race. Well, I think Joe like, Biden has said that he wants like a national mass mandate. Well, he didn't say it in the debate. He didn't. No, he, ret- he retracted. Oh, he retracted that, Frankie? Yeah. Okay. Like retracted. A, like a but, like, Kamala ago. didn't answer it. That was directly I don't remember asked. the specifics. Yeah, she didn't. I just watched. She didn't answer it. She said, like, the plan would, we would have to focus on on getting the Coming economy. together. Yeah, I'm like, that's on, not a plan. Yeah, she's like, focus on coming, on getting the economy together and staying safe. It's like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. Like, fucking what do you mean, though? How? Well, fucking that's, how? That's kind of like the. That's what everybody wants to do. You that's, moron. Yeah. Give me something. When you don't get into specifics, that's kind of the same thing it's as not like answering. when Joe Biden was like not when he was like hiding in his basement. Yeah. It's just kind of like you're saying just like super generic things to like keep the status quo to like not really push anything. Yeah. Because that maybe the game plan still is like it's, let them just run themselves into the ground and we just keep the status quo. Like don't say anything because if they came up with their plan, maybe that plan would like really piss a bunch of people off and yeah. like they're just trying to maintain the status. Status quo. It's becoming. But such I don't a, agree. I want it to be like more fiery. Yeah, it's it's becoming such a cartoon or like a caricature version of like the stereotypical politicians. Reality is shattered. Yeah, a hundred percent. Maybe it's because we're all so hyper aware that it literally looks like a fake. It looks like a uh, yeah. It's like like dystopian, uh, satirical. It yeah. looks satirical. It's like an SNL. Yeah, it's shit. like oh look how these politicians won't answer the question. Yeah. Oh wait, this is real life. Fuck. To, to go back to the Kamala, um, like nervous, anxious thing you said. Mm-hmm. I saw that too, where Mike Pence maybe in like the thirty second mark or like the forty five second mark would say something that I would personally be like, "That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. That's a fucking lie. I don't like that one right there." And Kamala Harris would have the exact same reaction because she was like, kind of like had some like sassy faces. 
She, well, she got, like she got sassy to... before I think it was necessary to get sassy. She got sassy like in the first opening. I was I, like, Ooh. I want her to be sassy. Ooh, yeah, Come I was out just sassy. Like, oh shit, we're not even there yet. We'll get there. Damn, girl. But what I was saying was she, um, fuck, she um, her nervous tick thing. Yeah. So like she had the reaction that like Donald Trump probably gets when he oh. jumps the fuck in and like just says like lie bullshit. And but she like had that facial reaction of like this guy's talking bullshit. And then like you could see as like she like probably had a game plan, like don't interrupt him, I guess. And like let Mike Pence finish her thought. And then her face changed and she was like about to respond to what Mike Pence was saying. And then the moderator would ask her a new question and she would like shake up and like come back and then like be like and then like reset. And like that I saw the same thing. And I'm like, don't. Don't respond to no. the question. Say what the fuck you wanted to say. Yeah, but I, I don't even think that I'm I'm talking like mid speech. She was like caught off, like slip off her feet. Like she was like she seemed like she was like not almost not, like she didn't know what she was gonna say. Like mid speech. Yes, because I I viewed it as she was gonna say something to respond to what Mike like Mike Pence was saying some shit. She didn't agree with what Mike Pence was saying. She wanted to respond to that. That's how I saw it. And then when it bounced back to the moderator and the moderator asked a new question, she had to, like, reset her brain instead of being like, before I answer that question, I want to respond to Mike Pence. And then the woman would be like, no, 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 like, you can't do that. And she'd do the same thing Mike fucking Pence did. She'd be like, I don't care. I need to respond to that. Instead of doing that, she tried to answer the question. And then I was just like, fuck you. Don't answer the question. Respond what the fuck you wanted to say. And then it seemed like to me when she was, like, responding to the question, she was, like, re-getting back into character and was, like, fucking her words up. Because I viewed I, it, too, as, like, yeah, she was kind of fucking her words up. I don't view it. I didn't, I didn't see it as that at all, but I definitely saw the her not. Yeah. yeah. I saw the same result. That's what how I viewed it? it. Oh, I thought Frank was going to say uh, something. Yeah. Were you going to say something? Uh, lost it. Um, oh, the Lincoln thing. The, oh, um, the 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 history. First of all, that lessons. was a cringy whole section of the thing. The uh, the what was the topic that they were talking about? They were talking about the packing the, packing the court thing with uh, Amy Coney Barrett or whatever. Is that her name? Yeah, yeah, Barrett. but that's not the packing. But, no, no, but that's what that's the justice situation. I know, I know, but that was the topic that they were talking about. That whole thing was so cringy. I don't remember that well. Remind me. It was like, um, when she dodged the question. That and then Mike yeah, Pence was like, let the record no, show. He, he was giving a, he was talking about, um, I don't really remember what he was saying. I just remember her response, which was like, th- she goes, thanks for the history lesson. Let's continue the history lesson. Then she said so, a bunch of shit about Abe Lincoln. Like she told like a, like a metaphorical story about Abe no, Lincoln. It was she, weird. She gave like a, she gave a, she gave like a, she was like, she was basically saying that back when Abe Lincoln was president, there was a seat that was open like 25 days before his presidency. And she was like, honest right. Abe told her his people that he thinks that the people should decide the next uh, justice. And w- and he waited till the election. But the Washington Post came out like two days ago, who supports her, and was like, no, that's not how it happened. It Like, yes, there was a, yes, there was a seat that was open, but it was he it's like documented that he was waiting it out to get like information from mail that if his supporters would like him to like pick a justice 
And also, there was no way back then, like, 23 days, you couldn't just hop on a red eye and, like, sign some shit. It's like things took di- – it was just, like, a completely different yeah. situation. Yeah. Well, that it wasn't that the su- that's the Supreme Court seat, right? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, for that, my take on it is, I mean, like, I do think it should wait because I think, like, having that many conservative people in the Supreme Court is, like, kind of a fucking crazy I would kind move. of agree. I, I think that – this is what I think. I think, like – if he wants to do it, like you can't really tell him he can't do it. I just don't think he should do it. Yeah, like he could if he if he's gonna do it, he's gonna fucking do it. Like I don't know how you're gonna stop him from doing it. You're not. Also crazy but, the amount of like Republican Congress people who are like on the record in 2016 being like, if Donald Trump, like they literally say the scenario and they're like, don't fill the seat if Donald, like Donald Trump shouldn't fill the seat. Like a bunch of Republican congressmen were like on the record saying that. And now all of them have fucking flip flopped, and they're like, "Nope, fill the seat. Like this is what is, this is Congress. This is the rules. Like fuck that, mm-hmm. fill the seat because they want to fill the seat." Well, yeah, because they want to fill like, the seat. Well, that's politics. But like that, my, the way I look at it is like it's politics. Like I don't listen. I I definitely don't think there should be that many conservative justices. Like I I don't. But I don't know what it, what the really the consequence is because I don't follow politics enough. Yeah. So I also don't have a say. I just hate you the know? fucking. It, I hate flip flopping in politics. It doesn't make that doesn't make sense to me. It's I'm like, like the, why are you? Everyone is a fucking hypocrite here. Left, right, you're all fucking hypocrites. You you're in 2016. You're on the right. You say this shit. No one liked Donald Trump in 2016. You fucking hated this guy. You said this shit. You didn't mm-hmm. want it to happen. And now you're well, fucking the on the other side, sucking his dick. 100. percent It's like yeah. Ted Cruz. He's on the record saying some shit. Fuck Donald Trump. Now, he loves now Trump. he's fucking. Choking his Yeah, day. it's like everybody talks shit about Biden, and then now they all endorse Biden. It's exactly. like, I don't get how that even well, makes sense. Because the, of the system, like, they're, they try they to, to become president, and yeah. they have to be put against these people. Yeah, I guess you're right, that's, but, but still. The system, that's, but it's annoying, because I'm like, you're all hypocrites. Yeah, 100%. You're all fucking flip-flopping. You're all just full of shit. It shouldn't—it's it's fucked up. It's, it's, it's also annoying, because, like— if you know that people think you're full of shit, wouldn't you really try not to seem like you're full of shit? Like, I feel like they don't even try. Like, they don't it's, even, they just are like, no, so, and then they dodge those questions. Yeah, then they dodge the questions. It's like, dude, listen. You I said honestly, this shit in 2016. Dude, How, it, why, what happened is, then? He's like, oh, well. Is this because I'm mature or is this because I don't know? But I just feel personally. because you're smart. Oh, thanks. I don't even have to hear it. But seriously, like. I guess it's because I don't have a strong allegiance to the right or the left. That, that's probably where it comes from. But it's like if if I'm watching a debate and all I, and I hear you dodge a question, I'm way more annoyed than if you gave me an honest answer that I disagree with. Like I'd rather hear that because I don't ha- – listen, you're never going to support 100% of what a president's administration is planning to do. You're never going to support it because, first of all, you don't know half the shit they do, the yeah. laws they pass. You don't pay that much attention. So like – you're not going to agree with 100% of it. You're allowed to disagree with a couple things. You're allowed to disagree with Joe Biden's economy and still vote for Joe Biden. Exactly. Like, you can disagree with certain things he wants to do and still be a supporter of him. So, you can like, disagree. why are no. they so afraid to piss people off? Like, just fucking answer the question. Because they, yeah, that's the thing, Like, bro. we want to vote for you. I get or it. not. Answer the question. Frankie, can I get a scoot a lot, blah, blah, Um, The one thing that did piss me off with Mike Pence, I don't know if it pissed me off, but I'm just like, I mean, I really want to see how this fucking plays out because... They said that because the coronavirus response, Mike Pence was saying that they're going to have a vaccine ready before the end of the year. Nice catch. Yeah, I heard that. The vaccine before the end of the year. And I'm like, how could that even be possible? That there's a vaccine ready to go, manufactured, and dosheds out to the entire country by the end of – that's like such an obvious fucking – 
move by the Trump administration in my brain just to get people being like, yeah, coronavirus is... Well, those people already be. think coronavirus is bullshit, and they'll be like, yeah, there's going to be a fucking vaccine, and well, I honestly think the winter's going to be I, crazy. I think that... Well, I don't know. I mean, that... I feel like I believe them. It's just whether you trust the vaccine. I believe that they're going to have something ready because they've said it a million times. Like, how could they... Like, even if Trump doesn't get reelected, I'm sure that the Biden administration isn't going to, like, take all the work that, like, Pfizer and all these com- pharmaceutical companies have done to create a vaccine and, like, scrap it and start a new— Like, I'm sure they'll they still— They get it out. Exactly. But so I'm like, saying, I, like, I, I won't, I don't know if, if Donald that's... Trump is president and, and again and he wins, and then we get to, like, November, December, uh, there's no and there's no vaccine— That's— Obviously, that could, that we're gonna could be s- a— we're, he's gonna, we're gonna start his fucking presidency on, like, a really fucked up lie. lie. Big lie. Well, you know, I would say— I mean, I don't support the fact that Russia had a vaccine ready in, like, 48 minutes, but if they had a vaccine, like, why couldn't we figure one out? Like, the whole— You think the vaccine's real? I think it is. The Russia vaccine? No, I don't, but that's my point. I'm just saying, like— with the that's the whole thing that Operation Warp Speed was. It was just like deregulating things so that they can do it quick. Listen, I'm all for like, like getting a vaccine. I, listen, if that's a move that sucks and that would come out if it gets reelected, that's what I'm it, saying. It's like it would suck. Yeah, but also if it's not like I'm just gonna I'm hopeful that that's that's real. like the I same. I don't want to even think about if that's fake because I want the world to go back to normal. So yesterday, that's like I'm they, so done. That's how they get Craig you, bro. That's how they fucking get you. Nice catch. Um, that is how they. I get your. I guess because you're right. I could see that being on for that. sure. I and it's see like, it what's the truth? What if we get there and it's not actually there? That's just such dude. a bleak thought. I don't even want to like. I, I try yeah, to but like it's real, limit dude. my Trump's limit like my shit. lied about coronavirus this whole fucking time, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why yeah. do you? Why would anyone still assume that Trump is not lying about coronavirus? He's lied throughout the entire fucking time. Yeah, no, I agree, but I think that. Listen, that assert like if you're dumb enough, if you were dumb, like sorry if you're listening and you were one of these people, but if you were dumb enough to not think the coronavirus was a big deal this whole time, you like you had your own fucking business, you have to figure some shit out. Like it was so obviously a problem, like yeah. people were dying, yeah. they are dying. So like I don't understand that. I, that was so on the surface, it was it didn't even phase me because I knew how I felt. With this, it's it's like a it's like a glimmer of hope. So I don't want to take that away from myself. I need that, or I'm not gonna sleep. Dude, so, that's his move though. Yeah, it could his be. His move it totally is he doesn't be. want. He wants to. He said it with that dude Wood, Woodward or whatever. He's like, I want to downplay because I don't want to scare people. Well, he said that to the American people too. Like he said that. He said that in like an interview in the beginning. I remember hearing him say like, "Oh, like it wasn't that he." I feel like it wasn't that he, uh, yeah, he downplayed it, but it was more so he would avoid talking about, he would avoid, like, talking about it, it seemed like. More, oh, he said it's, we're going to be fine, we're going to, this is going to go away, yeah, it's going to swivel down, was, it's yeah. going to go away. Yeah, well, that's. He downplayed it, but he, he knew about it. it. He would, Dude, did you see that, uh, the quote that he had this conversation with this, like, news reporter in, like, February, and he's like, yeah, it's bad, it's, like, way worse than the flu, it's way worse, it's bad, like, yeah, we really got it, we know this is bad, blah, 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 and then he, he like, went on TV and he was like, it's just like the flu. Mm. It's no worse than the flu. Well, was, I don't know what the timing was, but yeah, I heard that. It was, and it was, the timing was there. Yeah. The timing was fucking there. Yeah, I mean, I heard that and that's. That's what he's doing, dude. He's trying to fucking make you feel better about coronavirus so that we're going to have, I mean, like, I, I pray that we have the the vaccine in, you know, November or fucking, but I feel like Listen, we I would be... know if, because by the t- how long would it take to clear it? And then manufacture millions I, of doses. I well, feel like, just to go back to your other point, Dylan, Yeah. like the whole thing with, like, oh, he lied to the American people. It's like, well, all of his actions supported, like, him 
fighting the virus to the beginning, like to know, like there's nothing that he did that's like, oh, he should have done that. That would have saved so many people. Everything he did saved people. But everyone's saying the way he like the way he didn't have a mask on when he was filming. It's like, all right, it's like the president of the United States. He's should be protected. Everyone else is getting tested. It's just like everything that you're kind of saying is kind of like a opinion of, oh, look at him. It's just the way he acts. And he doesn't support like the masks, but everything he was saying about the masks went to Fauci, who everyone supports like a god. Everything he was saying was from like the medical. You know, I kind like, of nothing agree. He I agree actually with that a little did. bit. I agree with that a little bit. I do think that I do think people's bias more. against Trump, like, like him cutting off China, all that shit. I'll say that, that the, was the one. That was the one. I'll say thing that he did, I yeah. will say that the, I think people's bias against Trump, like, is is one of those like heightened biases where it's like no matter what he would do like you're gonna take the things he didn't do which he sh- were ridiculous and like focus on them as opposed to like what was happening so like him not wearing a mask was ridiculous but even if he did stuff right they would still only talk about how he wasn't wearing a mask you know what i mean like it's one of those things i mean in my opinion but, i was in it and when i was it yeah. was not fucking where it should have been and i'm like i mean look what happened in florida if it if it, it in my opinion if we want to make it an opinion in my opinion Donald Trump, like, downplayed the fuck out of coronavirus. He wasn't wearing a mask. He made it seem like he wasn't afraid of it. So then other people, especially his blind supporters, weren't afraid of it. Yeah, I agree with and that. And then they didn't believe in social distancing. They yeah. didn't believe. And look what happened in Florida. No, I 100% literally burned. Agree. Florida no. literally burned. Yeah, multiple so times. It had, it I, multiple in my times. opinion, Donald Trump's, like, we always say that, like, oh, People take what he says like so literally, and I'm like, yeah, because it's like he's the fucking president of the I, United States. I agree. And the people who follow him are going to fucking take his word, so they go into Florida. Well, and then that's, how many that's people? The, so that's exactly how many what you Trump just said. supporters thought it was fake, and then died. Those well, people exist. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And that, I agree. Think about that on both sides. Right. Think about if you hate Trump or if you love Trump. Taking what he what he's saying. First of all, he's not a medical doctor. If you're listening to his medical advice, you're an idiot. So like, he's if the president, whether you're though. Listen, can you listen to what I'm saying? I'm listening to what so, you're saying. On both sides, like if you're listening to him and taking it literally and you agree with him and you're not wearing a mask, you're an idiot. If you're listening to what he's saying and like just freaking out cuz those other people exist, that's because those people exist. Like that's the problem. It's people taking what he's saying as opposed to like what a doctor would recommend you do. Like that's so dumb. So, in this argument, are we saying that we don't think people should listen to what the president has to say? No, I'm saying that literally. No, no, because I, I don't know if has President Trump ever come out and say, "Don't you don't need to wear a mask? It's fine." Like up until I don't know. up until when Fauci was like, "Actually, it sh- it does help." Then he's like, "Okay, then we'll, we'll wear." There it. you go. I so, mean, we could 100 percent agree to disagree, but I will go I'll, on. The I don't think we're saying, disagreeing. I'll I just say, don't I'll think say, you're let's, hearing. Let's go to the extreme. I'm hearing what you're let's saying. Let's go no, to no, the extremes. Than what I think. No, because this is like so. a very this can go either way. Because like you look at the extremes of what whatever the president says, and then how the governors and mayors react. So there's the extreme right of That's Florida. That's exactly what I'm saying. Hold on. So there's yes. the extreme right of Florida. The governor's like, oh, look, we're fine. Everything is fine. Go wherever. Nothing's closed. And then you have the extreme right, I'm mean, ex- extreme left of like whatever these small cities are that are like, there's three accounts of anyone getting anything, no death toll, and like everything's closed down. They still can't like go to the, go get a haircut. 100%. And so there's like these two completely. But it's up to like those people to yeah I agree you could take any leader and take the extremist com- most complete polar swing of it yeah. but at the end of the day the root it's not like he's like oh just fuck it 
Yeah. Fauci well, the, said it, but eh, they're kind of uncomfortable. It's like, no, once once the medical experts said it, he's like, no, you should wear it. Well, that's kind of what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, the extreme the extreme reactions of certain parts of the country is what I'm, like, kind of pointing out. It's like that there's not one universal response or reaction to what he said. It's like certain parts of the country take it and do what they will with it. And I think that's where all the – like, it's that's what's weird about America, like – just the, how big our country is and how many different viewpoints there are. Viewpoints there are. Like every state, where there's, there's Republican states, there's conservative, there's uh, liberal states. It's like, it's so, I don't know, it's just been so uh, weird to watch. Like, yeah, our unfold. own country disagreeing. Like, it's almost like watching, like we're watching, uh, like New Zealand lock that shit down. Yeah. We, we have a cut, like New York locked our shit down. We're one of those places that locked it down. Then you have places like Florida, which are like a disaster. It's just weird that in one country we have that polar of a of responses to what what's going on. Yeah. You know? I just think yeah. I mean I think I just disagree with that viewpoint, but <laughs> I don't know. You're a very difficult know. person to talk to. I I'm not being difficult. I mm. I how am I being difficult? I feel like I if anyone's being difficult, we're all being difficult. I don't think, I think I'm equally be. I don't think I'm being more difficult than anyone else in the room. No, I, I think that you like to like get. You like to like <laughs> t- discount the tone of the room and like keep your own tone, which like you're in like a disagreeing tone where we're all kind of trying to like just discuss because we like, disagree the state though. Of it. I don't think we disagree that much though. I think on this particular topic, we have different viewpoints. I but I, what's the topic? Like, is the topic? And I'm not even trying to convince you. I'm literally not even trying to convince you. But I'm, is the topic the way you should treat? What's the topic that we're disagreeing? on? I don't see what we're disagreeing. We were on. talking about the vice presidential debate and the response of coronavirus, and that in that they've lied this whole. In my opinion, I viewed it as they've lied this whole time. So they're saying this thing, and why would anyone believe that? Like, mm-hmm. why would anyone continue to believe the Trump administration about anything they're saying about coronavirus? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to convince you on it. Yeah. I'm just saying that's my thing. No, I, I and I get that. I, I like, And I hear that. what both of you have said, and I just disagree with you. No, no, my point in commenting on your tone <laughs> is, like, I agree with that, but I felt that we moved on from that and that we were just, like, discussing the state, but you're still coming at it with, like, a hot, to- hot vibe. You don't think that you're coming at me with a hot tone? Not really. You, I, you were speaking, and then you, I said something. You said, "Hold on a sec." You, you, that's what? a, that's a hot tone. When did I say, "Hold on a sec"? You started speaking. I was like, "Oh, that's this," and you're like, "Hold on a sec, let me finish." I'm like, "All right, bro." Well, because I was because you were coming back in with a hot tone. That's why I came back out because I felt the tone. So we're both, all three of us, are feeling tones. It's not like a me. We're all feeling the tone. But my tone was a response to your tone. My tone was a response to Frankie's tone. So fuck you, Tone, Frankie. <laughs> I, I have no tone. And and my tone was, fr- Frankie, it's like the vicious circle with me and Emily. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like I view it as Frankie's tone set me off, but Frankie viewed it as my tone set him off. And then your tone set me off, but my tone set you Let's off. Let's be clear. I didn't think Dylan had a tone when I came in, and I didn't think I had a tone. I was just, like, explaining. I th- I don't there, know. And then I there's a third party. I, I think that my problem, I think this is my problem. My problem we're going to get through this. I love you, and we're, we're getting good. through this. No, we're, we're good, but this, this is my problem. I got like, nervous for a hot this is This is the nervousness, and this is the problem. This is why I get angry. I don't get angry at anybody's view on it. I get angry when people get, like, like feel emotional about the view while we're talking because I'm not emotional about my view. So, mm. like, I, like, get uncomfy because you guys are probably stronger feelings. Well, I just feel emotional because of, of, like, that I was, like, in coronavirus. I know. And I'm emotional know that way. I get that. I'm not even going to – I've said before that, like, 
I feel like my view on this is very strong because of that. Mm-hmm. And I like try and dial it back. But when I like see like how the Trump administration treats coronavirus, like I fully like a hundred percent disagree with how it played out. That's like I'm like pretty set in that way. Yeah, no, you know I, what I mean? Like yeah. I'm not even trying to make you feel or like I, I hear what you're saying. So, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but like I no. still I'm still like there. You know what I mean? No, I get it. I think what I And I'm say- not trying to be like fuck you, you should feel no, what I'm feeling. I'm just like totally. I, I totally feel what you guys are saying. I get it. Totally. And maybe I'm still like hot and like being like, well I still like maybe you view it as like, well, I still think I'm right, kind of thing. No, and I'm not doing that when I'm like, that. I hear what you're saying. I'm just on the other no, side. No, it's more so. It's more so. I didn't think we were gonna get this deep into like, I knew we were gonna talk about the presidential debate. I didn't think we were gonna get this deep on this one topic, and I was kind of trying to just keep it more surface level. So I was like, actively trying to combat all tones, if that makes sense. That's fair. But I feel, feel like that? when we're when we're talking about politics, also. If like one of if like you guys say things in my perception comes off as more right in my perception, you know what yeah. I mean? Versus and you're just like saying things that you just feel are normal to you. And mm. I say things that I feel like are normal to me and they come off as the perception of left. Mm. So like I feel like I get potentially like if you're having like a more right, like I have to have like my where I stand on it because it's, it's just like I just feel differently about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like. And I'm not trying to like express it in like a cunty way or like trying to express because we've done. Yeah, I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to bring. I was trying to throw some more a bad word. No, I just there. had a conversation. Who was I talking to? I was talking to somebody yesterday about the C word. And she was like, uh, oh, my friend. And she was like, uh, she was like about to say it and she wouldn't say it. And I was like, are you going to are you going to say cunty? <laughs> she was like, yeah, I like to say that word. I was like, fucking say it. Do it. <laughs> say it. But seriously, like, so I feel like I'm just like all the things that I said. That about coronavirus, it's like I'm not saying it's like get a rise out of anyone. I'm mm. literally saying it because like that's how I saw it in the debate. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like I'm expressing that viewpoint that might be like deeper than you wanted to go, but that's like how I felt about it. You know yeah, what I mean? No, I get it. So like maybe it was like too far away from like what you expected me to. Like sometimes we've talked about this. We're like, well, I expect you to be somewhere on something, and then I'm. It's well, not... it's not that I'm not there. It's just that I didn't want to go there. Like, because mm-hmm. I know how much coronavirus affected you. I've I lived it with you, and like I've I've heard all yeah. the stories and shit. I was really not trying to have you go down that into that mental spot. Well, the like, only reason I, I like, went oh, down, I was like, fuck, we're talking we about go. the debates, and we're talking yeah. about issues, we're talking about filling the seat, we're talking about this, and I'm yeah. like, let's talk about coronavirus. Yeah, that's how it got there. Yeah, it was like no, one I of know. the topics. I know. Maybe I'm just you're just so more hot passionate on, about you're that. You're so passionate one. about it, where it's like different, where like all this other stuff, we're just touching on, touching on. This one's like a Dylan's home thing, where I, I was like, that. oh fuck, here we go. Yeah. I get that. That's that's I think the tone that I worked through to... that well. Yeah, I didn't think there was anything big to work through. I just thought it was like a let's get out of this rut little thing. I feel like you got to you got to sit through it. To, you got to what's the only way go along to get along? Get you the only way th- only way through is or the only way over is through or something. If fuck. you're going through <laughs> hell, keep on going, baby. Don't slow down. You never hear that country never, song? Never heard that song. I'll stop. Let's um pivot away from politics for fuck's sake. <laughs> this is why we don't do it. This is why we don't we do it. We did it well last week. We we're like, crushed it. And yeah. then we're here. And we're like, ah, this is we why we don't again. do it. We did it again. We did do it again. Whatever. That's all right. We live and you learn. You do. I will say this that. Nah, fuck it. What Let's... were you going to say? <laughs> do it. Fucking do it. Well, I just feel like I don't really like. I like and dislike talking politics with you guys because it's like challenging. And I feel like it like challenges my thought process, but I don't like how like 
heated it gets. Well, I think I, I'm going to be frank. Do it. I think some of the like I think when when we approach talking about politics, and I think probably so many people deal with this issue when they talk about politics with That's their why friends it's so or family. Hard. I think the problem is that people go in and like feel like they have to prove their logic on something because the other pe- person couldn't possibly understand it. So that when they're and then when they're delivering their opinion, it's like on a they like keep going and they go deep and they explain themselves a million times and they try to make sure you understand why they feel that way. And it's just like. I get it. Just fucking tell me how you feel. Like we can, I, I, but again, that could be a me thing. Like, I don't care if we disagree. I just don't want like you to shove your theories down my throat. Like, cause I get it. Like I, I'm not fighting it. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's what people run into with politics is like feeling like they have to explain themselves or like they feel nervous that the other person's going to like go attack them. So they feel like even more, you know what I I'm just saying? Feel like, like when we're, I get that, but I'm like, we're disagreeing on something. So like you make a point that I disagree with and it makes me think of something like when, if when you're in a disagreement, Mm -hmm. you're eventually someone's just going to be like, let's walk away. Or like you come to kind of like an equal, a mutual agreement, or you're like, just are like, let's agree to disagree. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And when you're like disagreeing, like you say your point and your point makes me think of a point. So like, I just view it as like, like respond is what they're saying responding i mean if we were on like a clock and we were moderating we're like guys move on to the next point we would have like moved on just been like ah fuck maybe it, that's move on. why they do it you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah because you would just stay there all day just going back and forth so like when mm-hmm. you get stuck in that loop of like well that's that made me think of this and this mm-hmm. is what i think about this and then you go well i think of this and i think of it this way and then you just go ping-ponging yeah. fucking back and forth you know what i mean yeah i, I get that. i think that <clears throat> i think that in order to have a civil conversation about politics and yeah basically just politics you have to like when one person gives a view because every view like every view there's you know there's there's mutual connections and there's obviously people agree on certain things and disagree on other things but like at the end of the day like you give like a if you give a example like i don't know you guys were giving your cases on coronavirus it's like yeah dylan says something you guys say that I'm about to like say something crazy. It gets to my head and I can't. Speak. I said you were about to get deep, not crazy. Uh, basically, you're good. You got the floor, baby. When you look, you, you look hot. When you guys are arguing, it's like you need to have like a common like. I don't know if either of you guys were doing this or not doing this, but I feel like. Let's say Joey finishes. Dylan, you would disagree, but you also agree with probably a point. Like I brought up the governor or whatever exactly. the fuck. It's like yeah, Frankie, I get that. But, like, me and you didn't argue. You two argued. But, you know what I'm saying? It's like, well, yeah. you it's can like always a, comment, like, like yes, I get that. I but like look at that. it from well, this view. I'm not saying you didn't. I'm just saying I don't know what happened in that one transition where you guys just, Well, like, no, I agree. Well, we're, we're that, talking service level, like, in generality right now. Yeah. Who cares about what just happened? This happens all the time. So, like, I think that, yeah. And I think that every time me and Dylan disagree on something political— I always say this to you. I'm like, dude, I don't even think we're disagreeing. Like we, because if you asked us, if you asked us, just point blank, separately in like different rooms, like a a, a question about coronavirus, me and Dylan would have the same answer. Probably a hundred percent would have the same answer. Yeah. But then when you bring like political backgrounds into it, the emotion comes in, and like your your like muscle memory of how you were like raised comes in, and then you think you're disagreeing, but we are literally not disagreeing. That's what I always say. I'm like, we're saying the same fucking thing. Well, I think we did disagree, though. Did we not disagree? Yeah, Frankie, I still don't we, remember what we disagreed on. I feel like Frankie should... I would love, like, Frankie's play-by-play. 
Because I feel like we disagreed. Well, we were disagreeing because we were talking about, like, the ramifications of what the president says. Yeah. And all I was saying was, like, I think people who listen to— I'm not saying that he should speak that way. I'm saying people who listen to that are stupid. Like, who people who, like, heard that and, like, thought that coronavirus just wasn't a big deal because of that are idiots. That's all I was saying. And I think that's pretty true. I think, no, you can't really disagree with that. If you heard Donald Trump, if you saw Donald Trump not wear a mask and you thought that that means you don't have to wear a mask, I get that he's supposed to set an example, but you're also an idiot. And you could argue with me on that if you want. But I mean, I agree I mean, with you on yeah. that. Yeah, like p- someone, please argue. I'd love to go, I would love to argue with somebody about that. If you watched that man not wear a mask and were like, see, don't have to wear a mask, you're a douchebag. I would say- Everybody I'll, in the world. I actually 100% agree with you. Mm-hmm. My, I, I'm going to try is that the president should be setting a better example, which I also agree with. Yes. So see, we agree. Listen, to get both of your fucking views in, what pisses me off (laughs) is that (laughs) reporters, reporters across the board, Fox, CNN, NBC, whatever the fuck, Mm -hmm. all of them have been caught on live cams on CNET, like whatever's rolling in the press room Mm -hmm. right after whoever Biden, our president, whoever the fuck stops talking, everyone rips their mask off and you like one at a time like a like four reporters have separately gotten caught just like right after just like as if like it's I just have a, a ploy. i have actually a it's picture just of fauci sitting no in mask. a yankee game with no mask on I saw that too. and the hypocrisy and i'll say this about hypocrisy how about snl super liberal uh thing having a fucking crowd how did that work yeah as they were weird, laughing, right? I was Huge like, crowd. Huge I was crowd. like are they're laughing and i'm like is that a live crowd well this is what so I'm like thinking. i get the hypocrisy exists but the as far as the hypocrisy, if you I mind. I want to say one thing about go, go. and I want to, this and I'm saying this not to sound. I don't even know if I need to say it. I feel Hunty? like I don't. Yeah, like I don't want to. I don't know if this is what that reaction you're talking about is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that thing of just like we agree, but then I say one more thing and it's like I'm trying to like explain my. I don't know if this is this. You know okay, what I mean? Yeah, like, I think it was well, more so. I'll let you know. Yeah, did I say <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. Say so it. you're you're if you're saying like if you think if you listen to Donald Trump, you're an idiot. And I'm like, well, I actually do agree with that. Like, if you do listen to Donald Trump, like, you are an idiot. But I'm like, you overestimate, like, how fucking dumb people are. Yeah. No, I agree with saying you. That. Cause, like, I, people I definitely did. simplify that. Yeah. So, like, in my and brain. And it's also um, hindsight's 2020. So, it's like, at that time, that was, like, the first we were getting that information. Yeah. So, I sort of more understand why people would listen. But in my, like... In You're my like this opinion, guy's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would just listen to what Dr. Fauci says when he comes on the stage and tells you what to do, and what, and then maybe take that as truth, and yeah. ju- and maybe don't listen to anything else. Like I, it seemed like, you know what I mean? That feels that feels like a minority opinion to me. You know what I mean? Like you. Well, that's because that's like a good, not trusting. That's like a good way to think about. It. Yeah, I agree. Like, and then uh, you probably perceive me as like attacking your thought process. Maybe something like that. I don't know. Maybe I just think I I see the the fire in your eyes when like because you just hate Trump so much. So yeah. like I think that the fire in your eyes like I'll say I got it, it might not even be what you said, but I when I'm looking in your eyes like when we're talking, well, I'm like, yo, Dylan is so upset, and I don't you, like it. It's when you put your finger up, I got actually like upset. Well, because I know because I was getting upset at like you. Like what you were doing. Well, we interrupt each other all the time. I know. So like when you put, I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, in my head. but I was also like, <laughs> "What the fuck?" <laughs> this fucking ginger's fuck. gonna cut me off. <laughs> Yo, Dylan texted me the other day. What was it? He, he was like, "I called you a redheaded fuck." Yeah, yeah. And Dylan yeah. goes, Dylan goes, "Yo, funny question. <laughs> when you think of me, what percent of the time am I redhead?" <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, all the time. You're always going to be a redhead to me. That's, uh, I just, I wanted to know that if, like, when you look at my hair, do you actually think I'm a redhead? No, your hair is, like, at worst, auburn. It's not even red anymore. It's kind of just like a weird blue. I feel like everyone sees Strawberry, different Strawberry, blonde, but also, brown. I think it, de- it depends on what type of clothes I'm wearing. It depends on the season. It depends on the season. When yeah. I do wear red clothes, my hair gets way redder. I'll say that. That's definitely a thing. Yeah, Because you're def- wearing a blue shirt right now, and your eyes are blue as fuck. Oh, thanks, bro. You're welcome. Let's turn this the fuck around. Let's talk mm. about Mental Health Awareness Day yesterday. Yes, perfect segue. Perfect segue, honestly, because... I feel like what we just did was like some really dope mental health shit. Talk about what we weren't we saying that in the beginning? Something like, Mm -hmm. because like when you're disagreeing with people, the thing about the one minute in the monologue, Joe, with the Bill Burr, like oh, I turned it off after a minute. Yeah. Instead of like sitting through and actually like working through it, Mm -hmm. I feel like me and you just like work through that. And like in terms of like mental health and like what, and then you said a point about. Oh, I think you we did exactly what we were trying to do, bro. I we, can't like we always do. <laughs> but it was like if people could just cuz these disagreements exist. Like think about this. Like we're oh, not if even people could that, just hear the intention. Yeah, That's like, what it is. Well, if we we're trying to come together mm-hmm. as like a group of people and it's like everyone's so polar. So like if you put an actual Trump supporter, like a real fucking Trump bleeding supporter right there mm-hmm. and then like an Antifa person over here. Antifa's strong, but Antifa's yes. strong, yeah, yeah. but a but strong a super liberal, liberal, a super yeah. liberal, a, yeah, a neoliberal. And you had them do that, they would be like screaming as fuck at each other. And like, that's that thing about you said something about like cancel culture and like, and I said you were smart. And I, that on the other end of it, we're gonna get to the point where like you could have those, you can disagree and like exactly get you, to ag- the, yeah, you acknowledge the like you're not trying to offend somebody. You acknowledge that you're just making a point. Kind yeah, of thing, you know. And yeah, that's what we just kind of did. It so is in, in terms of like mental health awareness, I'm saying like difficult conversations. Mm-hmm. That's like a kind of a cool place to start. Yeah, what I'm saying. yeah, it is. And dude, again, I was saying before how coronavirus plus, um, what was I saying? Plus cancel culture created this like boom. Then add the election into that whole thing, and think about how much people are like. Think about me and you. Like people are. Getting in these difficult conversations, getting in arguments with yeah. people they love, family members and shit, getting in fights, blah, blah, blah. Right? Relationships are ending. Somebody was just telling me the other day that they literally ended their relationship because of, like, a political shit that was happening during quarantine and shit. And it's like all these things are— Never happening. Com- have never happened before. Certainly not at the same time. Yeah. And mo- pretty much never happened. And, like, it's it's kind of a good thing in a way because— To build— this is real life. It's real life. Like real life people, yo, shit happens. Our fucking you, grandparents went through world wars. Our parents went through Vietnam. Like yeah, like you need to get a little bit of a reality check and and you can't go to brunch it, all the time. And it's <laughs> you can, but it, it's different than like with with our parents' generation and wars. I think that what those experiences did to people was prevent them from like tapping into their emotional side and dealing with things. Think about all the people with PTSD, right? Yeah, and all that stuff. I mean, not PTSD is a different scenario, but you know what I'm saying. Like, right now, this is forcing us to be introspective. Yeah. And, like, figure your, figure your own shit out and how to, like, get to the bottom of it. Yeah. And that's what it is to be aware about your mental health. And I think it's kind of good that it's happening, but also I don't know if everybody's handling it too well. Exactly. I mean, like, we're viewing it in a light of, like, we're trying to be positive dudes. We're trying to yeah. move on with our lives, like that Target guy was saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, regardless of what the fuck, like, we got to all live on. Like, mm-hmm. you got to go to work on Monday, that type of shit. Um, got to go to work on Monday. Got to go to work on Monday. <laughs> But 
I would say that from like our parents' generation, I feel like something our parents' generation didn't do well, which like may have led us here, is like blame them fuckers. <laughs> Always, <laughs> when in doubt, blame our parents. Okay, because mm-hmm. it's never our fault. Mom, <laughs> shit, that is not a coyote. That is your mother. That's your mom. That's, oh shit, is that the Milky Way? That's your mom, no, dude. That's your mom. She saw it. <laughs> um, like I remember being at like family parties, and my mom would get in, and my mom and my aunt would get in these like screaming matches at a family party mm. both who are liberal with their two older cousins who are both vietnam war vets mm-hmm. and lean way right and would get in these like sc- wouldn't see each other only would see each other for parties this like this like yeah. once every once a year mm. and would get in like fucking screaming matches with these people like mm-hmm. screaming and yelling and hateful horrible things at a fucking family like a 10 year old's birthday party mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then they would end it with i remember my mom i was like what the fuck was that like i remember going to the car and be like what are you what is that and she goes oh like we always do that stuff and you know what he said at the end he goes hey i love seeing you guys it's great to see you blood is thicker than water we're all family i love you and then, like, they all kind of, like, come together in the end, like, in a weird way like that. And I'm like, weird, but I, I like, I guess that's that's one way to— appreciate that. That's one way to do it. You I know what I mean? That happen- I think our generation's too— um, Passive? No. Well, yes, but no. But, like, our, our attention spans are too short for okay. us to come back like- to that commonality of love. It's more so, like— like you disagree with somebody and now they're like public enemy number one and like you cut ties. Like that's what cancel culture is and that's what our generation is right now. It's not like, like me and you maybe are different because we don't like get really at odds like that. Yeah. But like people get it to odds and it doesn't come back to love. It's like fuck that person. Yeah, but it, it came. I was more actually making it to like to another. It's weird. It's interesting you took it that way. Mm-hmm. I, I that's a inter- very interesting way to think about it because it's it's more like a positive way. Because mm-hmm. I kind of thought of it more in like a negative way of like. You're we had different. Love each other. We had differing viewpoints, and like they don't like. He- I was saying like they don't hear each other. What they're saying, you know what yeah. I mean. So like mm-hmm. me and you just like disagreed on shit, and like over the past fucking five months, we've disagreed on a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. But like the amount of shit that I have like learned from you guys is like fucking and crazy. Vice versa. And like a lot of things that you guys have like showed me, I'm like that's bullshit. But there's a lot of shit that like I fucking am like it really changed how I view things. Mm-hmm. But it's like kind of hard to. Like you get in those fights, but like you get—I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. But well, keep it going. You're, you got some. Good, um, this is some good shit. I'm saying like I've <laughs> learned. It's like just difficult to learn shit in politics. You like, lost it. <laughs> <laughs> you were you were spinning bars, and then you were just like duh duh duh. It's and you difficult lost it. to learn and then shit. politics 2020. But I, wait, but, let me try one more time. I've learned the amount of. Sh- it's just hard lessons to learn. It's the difficult conversations mm-hmm. that. We like kind of pledged to do not to get like super rah rah, but <laughs> like we we did like try and like we're trying to get to the bottom of things, and like maybe we get wrapped up in like our own identity every once in like in that and in that we, moment, and that's why it kind of more then we always get back. Yeah, we that's what we've been doing though. We get to these we so we ready for a fucking analogy. Thank you. We're in an open field. We're having a okay. great time. Then we come to a point where we're like. We're in a narrow hallway. We could we get funneled into a narrow hallway, but all we're constantly doing is just trying to break down the walls yeah. to get back into the field. And like right now, we just got back into the field and we're chilling. Yeah, but we were in a, a tight little claustrophobic little hallway. I feel like this. Fuck yeah, <laughs> that, that was good. That was sexy. I feel like 
my so to continue off that, mm. my aunt, my mom, and the two uncles just go into the claustrophobia tunnel and just fucking ram each other through the tunnel. Then they never try and open up the other side. They never fucking do anything. They never break their point. And then they just get to the other and side and they're leave. like, hey, see you next year. Love you. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And then they go back around. They go right they back. They go through right the same back tunnel. through. They go right but back through. Let's psychoanalyze. So it's like never that. learning. Like that's why I'm, that's why I was saying the learning thing. Cause yeah. I feel like I've learned. I've done a lot of QAnon. Like, do I think Tom Hanks is a pedophile? Honestly, <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about QAnon. Honestly, that was one of the oh, ones you that had, had a me. QAnon conversation. QAnon this weekend, conversation. Right? I, I oh, did you have watched QAnon. Pedocate. I watched. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're back, dude. Oh, like, shit. I went on. Like, I when you talk about being in like the conspiracy trenches uh-huh. and like going down that rabbit hole, like I fucking went down that rabbit hole too, bro. Yeah, I know. And I never thought that I would have because I remember the first time we talked about politics on this fucking show, bro. You were saying like. Frankie was like, what do you think about, um, like, Donald Trump getting censored on Twitter? Oh, that was the first one. That was the, and it was even before coronavirus, I think. Um, it was the week before. It might have been it right before. It was the before, week before. Right and before. we did that. And I was just like, yeah, if he's lying, like, you could throw that up there. And I even so, I'm still, I don't know if, but that really opened my brain to, like, censorship. Mm-hmm. Like, I never fucking thought about, like, freedom of speech and censorship. And one of, like, the biggest things I've learned in this time is that, like, I'm a huge proponent of, like, freedom of speech. And, like, I definitely, like, when you posted about, like, hydroxychloroquine, mm-hmm. like, I <laughs> I felt Good times. <laughs> I felt like people were, like, fucking mad that you did that. Yeah, I, mean, and, so mad. I was like, I don't think you're listening to what I'm saying. Exactly. But okay. And you should have, uh, I, I should mean, have super ideological, but, like. You should have that freedom of speech, and that's a lesson I learned during this process. Yeah, that definitely. was like a hard, like I didn't. It's hard to take things in and like learn it, and then like be like, oh, I need to keep doing this forward when like you had no thought of it ever. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and like you didn't see it coming. Yeah, you, you kind of see it coming. You kind of try to get away from it instead of like embracing it and realizing you have to kind of make it a part of your shit going yeah, forward yeah yeah you know yeah. you just kind of you get in there you're like uh uh-huh, fuck that and then you're out instead of being like oh i gotta keep that with me God. yeah you know but you refigured like with me and you it's usually like we run into this issue and then we find that out on the other side and we realize all right that we need to remember that you yeah know? no 100 percent. which is like super dope and in terms of like mental health i feel like we hit every range of emotions on we were laughing we talked about crying we talked about shrooms and it's just oh today we were angry for a hot coaster. sack we were but what a like, roller coaster. that's what being open is? Question yeah. mark. Like, it's not all no, period. just one. You can't just be that one character that you got. Like, let your let it out, baby. Mm-hmm. Let that shit out. And that's what I think. That's what uh, what that would that would definitely be in the in the uh, positive or the that would definitely support your mental health as well. So I agree. That'll support your mental health. Yes. Right? Like feeling your whole spectrum of shit. That's what the problem with a lot of the older generation is, like bottling away certain emotions. Like men have to be men. And yeah, women yeah, have yeah. to be women. And yeah. it's like, no, just fucking be you, man. Yeah, like, dude. Feel and then, comfortable with it. And then to, to go back on the freedom of speech thing and like mental health, that's something that there's a tie to, too. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you need to, you need <laughs> to. about to make a terrible joke. <laughs> Can you do it? Not really. <laughs> All right, fuck it. Um, you need to open your mind to the fact that like if you can't take in a viewpoint that like exists in the world that feels like crazy Mm -hmm. right yeah like if you if you just can't even soak that in like why can't you take that in and digest it like what are the things going on in your head 
that you can't even like hear this person out mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know what helps? What helped me like get closer to a point where I was able to hear other people's shit. You think about something that you like. Think about any view that you hold as like automatic. Like for you, maybe coronavirus is, is a good one, is. right? You look at something like that. Coronavirus is actually a bad example, but like something's more surface, more common. I'm fat. <laughs> yeah, you're fat. That's obvious. No, no. <laughs> no. But like, uh, let's say for me, like something like, um, like let's say, abort, uh, pro-choice, being pro-choice. Like in my mind, it's so clear, it's yeah. so obvious. My rationale, and like, I don't, I truly have trouble understanding how people can't like just live with that. Like acknowledging your view, something that you think is so automatic isn't like that for everybody like you have to look at your own sh- views you can't look at somebody else's view and be like and just try to understand it you have, you have to look at your own shit and realize like i could they, be wrong i could be wrong like yeah. or yeah even if I'm that's not what wrong, it is maybe there's not one answer maybe this is like acknowledge that's how you feel it's not a fact yeah it's like this is how i feel on this thing oh they disagree with this thing that i believe therefore i disagree with that thing they believe why can't we just like hug and like not you know what i mean instead of like i don't understand why people always actively feel like other people can't feel a different way than them. They have to then try to convince them otherwise. Yeah. Or like get involved in there and be like, well, how do you believe that? How about why are we even talking about it? Just let it go. I think it, like talk about it, but just like do it in a respectful way. Exactly. Exactly. Do you like, think not in a I think that goes back to the thing of like breaking down the walls and you have to be willing to be wrong mm-hmm. about something. Mm-hmm. So like all the stuff about like freedom of speech and censorship, like I would say that I'm a hundred, I was a hundred percent wrong about that. Mm-hmm. Like my first take on it when I first heard it was this, and now it's like the total opposite. Mm-hmm. And you have to be willing to just be like, oh wait, like maybe I don't know that right now, mm-hmm. and I like let me hear what this thing is, and maybe it's coming out of the mouth of someone who like sup- like liberals. Like I watch um. The guy who's does change my mind. Oh, the table that table. The guy? table guy who does yeah. change my mind. I've watched a bunch of those, and he'll be like making points, and like the reactions he gets are like so crazy, and it's just like you're a hundred percent wrong. Like fuck you, mm-hmm. and then it never, it ne- like he's just like well like I'm here's a this is a statistic like what do you think about this statistic? And they're just like fuck you like that's not even a thing, and it's just like. Take that in and, like, you can still make your point and you can still, like, disagree. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Am I, am I making sense? No, you're making total sense. And it actually kind of brings me back to something I wanted to comment on with when you were talking about your family members, like, fucking going at each other. Yeah. Psychoanalyze that for a second. Like, what? How in, like, a family setting? Like, what starts that conversation? Right? Like, what? where do you get to a point where all of a sudden you're, like, disagreeing with each other and, like, yelling? Probably in today's age, just like, Sup. Trump, huh? <laughs> But, like, my point is, so if it's somebody who's going on about how amazing Trump is and then somebody else comments, like, no, fuck you, or if it's vice versa, someone's shitting on Trump, the other guy's like, no, fuck you. Either way, why is the first person feel like it's important to talk about that? Like, why do you have to feel like walking into a room and, like, preaching your opinions? Why can't we talk about something? Like, why do we have to bring up a touchy subject just to either confirm that everybody agrees with your validate you or – to like hear somebody disagree so that you can jump down their throat. Like there's only two out- outcomes. I honestly think that some people only communicate in a way of like disagreement. Like think about like your boys. Like everyone's got that I think one boy do it that just to, to like just like try and dig you and jump under you and just like constantly the devil's advocate. That person exists. That's my roommate Matt. That's, That's Matt. Yeah. I, yeah. I was about <laughs> Were you gonna say Matt? No, I was about oh. to say like I was gonna kinda like shit on that person. I feel bad. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> you can shit on Matt. But I'm just like, well, that Matt does that. He should know that he's like a you're, twat sometimes. Like that's just a fact. Love I just you, think you're, that's you. You should be in today's day and age. Like we got a lot. We've got a lot of t- shit to learn. Like mm-hmm. you got to be willing to be wrong about stuff. Definitely. I think people a lot of the times like. And that's in a mental closet, health thing. Sorry. In the closet, kind of bring that up to validate their own opinions. That's also a mental health thing. Like you, you don't need val- You don't need anybody to validate the way you feel about something. Yeah. But you should be mature enough and intelligent enough to like know how that that's how you feel about something, but not like feel that you that you can't have base all reality off of that. Like that should be a a living, flowing thing. Like it's allowed. Your opinions are allowed to change. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like think like culture is a perfect example. Like the way we spoke a while ago was held as normal. Now we're learning. You're not the same person you were. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. That's it's fine. It's great. It's a good thing. But keep going. A, exactly. It's you're difficult, but you're good. Exactly. You're good, dog. Keep going. Exactly. That's that's the. I think that's the thing. Like, it's but that's probably fucking scary shit to some people. Definitely, especially when we're in such a heightened like yeah. state right now. So full circle. How you kickstart Do mushrooms? <laughs> were you gonna say that? Yeah. I, oh, I didn't think you were. Fuck, I cut you off. <laughs> All right, I didn't say that. Start over. To, to full to full circle to kickstart your. Uh, I don't even know. Fuck it. Do shrooms. mushrooms. <laughs> That's not my opinion as a doctor. You know, we still haven't done it, uh, and I think that we'll stop arguing if we do it. Whoa. What if we? Yo, what if we never argued again after we did shrooms together? That's not gonna happen. I feel like. Do do would you say that was an argument or a disagreement? I think it was just a, I think it was a, always a miscommunication, misunderstanding, misunderstanding. I would say interesting, always with us. I'll take that one. Yeah, I think that was a good little full circle little skeet there. Mental health, it's important. We love that shit. Yeah, we love that shit. Yeah, we love that shit. Self reflect. Also, you do know, it with the friends. Do it. <laughs> Don't do shrooms alone. Have a Sherpa. Uh, the biggest thing with mental health, like, we had each other to push each other through certain things. Yeah. When you see somebody, like, like active, like, uh, I mean, it's easier said than done, but when you see somebody, like, actively, like, realizing their opinions, let them keep going with that. You know what I mean? As opposed to, like, stopping them in the tracks and be like, no, fuck you. No, let somebody get... Let, if ride, someone's facilitate, on a rant... Facilitate. Facilitate. If someone's on a rant, let them come to the conclusion that they're sounding like a psychopath. Don't fucking jump down their throat and make them feel like shit. Like, bring them there. Yeah. Go on the ride together. Yeah. You Take know? the ride. And we are saying that. Meanwhile, we just fought five minutes ago, but you know what I mean. Like, that's I mean, the goal. We, we got to a we, place where we We also took on. the ride. Exactly. We did, we did not take the ride. It was we just a little bit of a bumpy ride. Bumpy rides are sick. We still, we still went forward. Damn right. Mental health. If you need a therapist, now's the time. Go get go get therapy. Go to therapy. I would say prescription. To- shrooms, therapy. In this order. Eight hours of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Psychedelic movie. And that's a fucking episode. Uh, love you guys. Have a good week. Peace. Peace. What a wonderful little app. Love you, bro.